It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Ah yes, incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little bean instead. Aquaman's a hero. Which looks better than number one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum. Coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you, sir, you, madam, should stick with us. Because we hope you take it up a notch. You have half of the usual suspects in the building to my left. He is our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin. Jay. Hey. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes I have a co-host who plays video games while the show's going on. It happens. We haven't started yet. Uh, no, no, no. We have officially started. Like, you heard the music, didn't you? You heard the music. The music is the start of the show. I don't know if you know this. That's why they call it intro music. Well, I mean, like, when you listen to an album and it has an intro... That song... That's the start of the album. It's not even always a song. Yeah, but it's still the start of the album. I, I'm pretty sure it starts after that. No, I mean, intro. Like, it means intro, it's short for introduction. Which is like... Like, when you, when you meet someone for the first time, the first thing they do is introduce themselves. Like, that's how the interaction begins. It's not like, oh, well, all you do is tell me your name. I mean, I didn't really meet you. No, no, you met me. Because I introduced myself. That's that's what introdu- That's the start. Hmm. Like if you just walk away after that, you're an asshole. I right? have to look that one up. No, no, no. You, you. No, I do. If I, I can't just take everyone's word <laughs> for everything. I'm, I'm just saying. I if, have to do my own independent research. If you put your hand out and you're like, "Hey, my name is Joe," and they shook your hand but they said nothing and just walked away, you'd be like. What's up with that person, right? You you wouldn't be like, oh, well, that's just what happens. I mean, really, we weren't really talking. You wouldn't say that. I mean, they shook my hand, so yeah. But then they walked away, it, right? No, that's, no, that's it not, doesn't. It's just the beginning. I don't know. 
I think that's a separate part. No, it's not a separate part. It's it's the start. I mean, you can wiki this if you want, but I, I think I will. But wiki's gonna agree with me. It <laughs> <laughs> might. No, no. But that's what independent research is all about. Indeed, this is fantastic forum. <laughs> Uh, we got a great show for you today <laughs> because we're going to be talking to you guys about Saturn Apartments. We're going to be talking to you guys about the anime God Eater. We're going to give you a retro review of some great Fantastic Forum com. I'm Fantastic Forum. I'm sorry, Green Lantern comics. Wow, that's interesting. Green Is Lantern, it? Fantastic Forum, same thing in my head right now. Really? I guess so. I don't know who 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 would you be if you're in someone in the Green Lantern Corps, Jay? If I was in the Green Lantern Corps, yeah. What are you like? Are you like? Uh, uh, are you like one of the four Earth Lanterns, or are you more of a? Uh, are you more of a uh, uh, friggin'? Uh, damn it! I was about to say, are you a poser? But that's not what I mean. I'm, I was gonna say, are you more like uh, a trainer? Like uh, what's old boy's name? Kilowog. There you go. Are you more of a trainer like Kilowog? Are you more like a uh, an administrator like Salik? I think I'm kind of like a renegade. Lantern, Sinestro all day. No, not exactly Sinestro, but the J Core, the J Core. It's like the J Core sounds cool as hell. I just don't know if you know that, <laughs> but I'm almost supporting you. Like I'm like, you know what? I'm joining up with the J with the J Core. <laughs> like I don't know. I would I would basically do my own thing. Like I wouldn't stick to any particular sector. I kind of just go where I want, and. You know, just be a beacon of good. As a Green Lantern. Right. Well, no, that sounds like the opposite. Like, you can't just do that. Like, imagine, like, what if there was, like, a police officer, and that's how he decided to operate. He was like, you know, I mean, yeah, he got brought into a particular precinct, and yeah, I mean, he went through the academy, he got assigned to a particular precinct, he has, like, a captain and a chief, but, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm just a force for good. I don't care where they put me. I'm going to go where justice demands, goddamn. And he would just, like, go throughout the city and, you know... It's like Interpol. That's, no, it's not like it's not like Interpol. <laughs> like, yeah, Interpol knows no boundaries. Well, like, they go where they're needed. Interpol is an international policing organization. Right, that's what I want to be. Oh, okay. But universe, I want to be a member of the universal policing organization of the Green Lantern Corps. Actually, you know what? I would form like a new Guardian Corps. <laughs> like, it would be like an internet, like how in New Guardians, they all those different lanterns come together to do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would do. I mean, there was, well, I can't remember, and you know, may, hopefully Oz will join us soon, because Oz will know this better, but there was a group of lanterns, I think, what were they, Alpha Lanterns, I think they were? And they were almost like... The internal affairs of Green Lanterns, like they were like, like among the first lanterns that the Guardians made, and their job was to like police Green Lanterns, and they didn't. I don't think they had rings. I think they had like actual lanterns, like as a part of them. Oh, nice. I yeah. If I'm, you know, I'll hopefully be able to cooperate. That I feel like I read that, and that was what Alpha Lanterns were, and they were like super powerful because you know, while the lanterns had their rings that were powered by batteries these guys had batteries like as a part of them right it's almost kind of like how kyle was for a minute a little bit yeah a little bit you know uh, speak speaking of the devil 
ladies and gentlemen, he's our resident Dark Knight detective. He's next in line for the cowl. He is, in fact, our intrepid cup reporter. He's Oz from the frozen North Dakota. When did I become the devil? I thought that was Mo. Why? Why are you the devil? You said speak of the devil. Oh, I mean, it's a it's a turn of phrase. You're not actually the devil. It's like you're right. It is Mo. And like, cause he's all like, I'm the devil. I love metal. Dun, 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 Which is an awesome line. Like even as a Christian, I think, I think we have that theme somewhere still. I think we do. I think we do. It's like <laughs> it's so awesome though. Like I'm like, you know, yes, like my pastor wouldn't appreciate it, but it's like, you know, if you don't feel like that rocks, pastor, you're, you're obviously not being honest with yourself. But. I mean, your pastor can't hate it because there isn't lies. It's all the truth. I mean, you're saying there's truth in the fact that the devil does, in fact, love metal? Yeah, I think he would. I think your pastor would agree with that, right? I don't know. I mean, you think the devil likes pop covers of metal songs? I think the devil is is a friggin' big fan of... Taylor Swift, Kendrick Lamar, Bad Blood. <laughs> Wait, I mean, why are we why are we debating this when you just ask him right there, right? Moses is actually not here. I thought I heard him. No, that was Joe. Yeah, or unless you was you mistook my sick my sick uh, metal lyrics for Moses. I understand. Well, what happened to Moses? Moses is working right now. He might join us later, but he's working right now. Working. I know he's making he's making the world a better place for you and for me. I left work to be here. I know you did, and you know what? We're glad that you're here because I have a question for you. But let me make sure I get through this this uh, uh, friggin' uh, I was gonna say this homework. What's not called homework? What is it? What is it called? I forget. No, all of a sudden, I have no no radio knowledge. What is it called when you have to you know not when you're paying bills because that's when you go to commercial. But you have to go through like the intro stuff. I can't remember the term. It doesn't. Woody knows intros. No, no, it's not the intros. The intros are done already. But you know, you have to go through the. No, it's not yard work or something. Eh, whatever. Anyway, you'll think of it at an inappropriate time. I will. That's exactly what will happen. It's funny that you ask us when you're the one that actually worked in radio. This, this is the point I was making. <laughs> It's okay, Oz. I'm glad that you remade the point to make me feel twice as silly. Oh, damn it. Why are you No, so I want to know. I know like, don't worry. I'm trying to... It'll it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Uh, it's, it's like it, it, it's like some kind of chore. It's like, oh, we got to wash these dishes. But it's not wash these dishes because that sounds ridiculous. Well, I mean, that's Domino's. I don't know what that means. Domino's, when you're mixing them up, that's oh, washing dishes. I do know that. That I think you're talking about the pizza company, <laughs> which doesn't want to be a pizza company anymore because they're like we've given up. <laughs> no, they're they're no no they're okay. They're giving up. They're like we're not just pizza because we can't convince you that our pizza is better than anybody's. <laughs> they're like yeah, they, they blew up their sign and everything. Right. They're like you know what we're chicken too. And it's like what? I mean well, they are. Well yeah, they're all kinds of they're stuff. They're like you know we're pasta. <laughs> it's like listen. What you're not going to do is convince me that you're better at pasta or chicken than any other place that I normally go to for chicken or pasta either. Well, I mean, yeah, they're not better than Louisiana. Yeah, they're not better than anything. But, I mean, Louisiana is like, 
world famous. At this point, I feel like you go to Domino's because you have no other options. Isn't Louisiana's Chinese food? You're in like Louisiana. A lot of them are Chinese food, but they're chicken as well. They're like combinations. They know how to make money. I remember they had the one in Crenshaw had like the best Chinese food ever. Yeah. But it's interesting because it's like one of these things where, yeah, it's like you order Domino's because you're in the frozen North Dakota and it's the only place that will deliver. I, I miss Chinese food. Chinese food misses you back. I was talking to it today. <laughs> they're like man, and, Do- and Domino's is an hour away, so there's no way they're delivering. Yeah, well, there you go, there you go. So North Dakota uh, has a racist Mexican pizza too. What makes a Mexican pizza racist? I I posted a picture of it. It's ju- it's just a pizza with a taco uh, on top of topping, it? and then they throw lettuce and Doritos on top. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it was a pizza with a taco on it. That is pretty. Wait, that is, uh, a pizza with a taco would be less awesome. racist than the ground beef and the the Doritos. It's like, wait, what? Doritos? I mean, if Subway could put Fritos on a sub, Domino's could put Doritos on a pizza. It's not saying that they can't put Doritos on the pizza, but the fact they call it a Mexican pizza is you the problem. like Mexicans don't like Doritos. No, it's not that they, like they love Doritos. It's not that they dislike it. It's that it's not a part of their national culture. When you say a Mexican pizza, like that's, I mean, there's, there's no such thing that exists anyway. But if you're gonna say something like that does exist, at least pretend. No, you can't by using like authentic. Yeah, it's like you can't. It's like if, uh, if if che- if Cheetos put a Mexican hat on the devil for their hot Cheetos. <laughs> Wait, what? That would make that would make it racist. But if you just have the devil, then it's not racist. I can't convince you that Doritos aren't Mexican. The. You can't convince me that Mexicans don't love Doritos. It has nothing to do with whether they like it or not. I think it does. It's Why would you put t- stuff on a Mexican pizza that Mexicans don't a like? Dorito Mexican is a tostada with cheese stuff on it. No, it's not a tostada with cheese stuff on it. It's a chip. Which, you know, if you want to say Mexicans like tortilla chips and they're known for tortilla chips, then that I'll get what you want. But a Dorito isn't like. Well, a tortilla chip is just a broken tostada. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can I say mean, you, you take tostadas. some tostadas, you break them up, chips. I mean, they're made of the same thing, but you can't be like, you're just like, oh, I broke up to- this tostada, now it's chips. It's like somebody would be like, no, that's not how you make chips. It's like it's made from the same stuff. It's like just saying like, oh, a burrito is just a taco wrapped up. That's what I say. Yeah, but that's be- technically true. No, it's not true. They're, they're different enough. Yeah, we should move on to the yard work. <laughs> yeah, we're getting way off topic. The yard work. The yard work. I'll, I'll go with that for now. Uh, we'd like to thank Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we live oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor. Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. You can go ahead and get comics sent directly to your door from Jeffrey's Comics. You just have to let them know what it is that you want. Make sure that's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will ship comics anywhere in the continental U.S. directly to your door for the low, low, flat fee of $5. 
So all you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. Uh, if you like graphic novels, if you like trade paperbacks, if you prefer to go that route, you can do that as well. In fact, if you buy three and mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So go ahead and give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. Uh, also, if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, we've got a few different ways for you to do that. First and foremost is our Skype line, which uh, Oz is on. And uh, that's how you know it's open. You can go ahead and hit Fantastic Forum. Uh, put it into your contacts on Skype, the free internet cell phone. Only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. Put Fantastic Forum in your contacts, hit the green button, and right now you will be the third member of Fantastic Forum. Yeah. Uh, we also have the All Games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. Uh, you can do that on MIRC as well. Uh, you can, we'll pull your comments directly out of chat and bring them uh, into our show. Such as Tiger Claw, who says, Mary Young, Joe, is more like Chip. And uh, that's Tiger Claw saying, saying, like, he's saying that you're more like Chip. Like, referring to the conversation we are having earlier, this is why we're we're happy that you you just called in, Oz, because we were, I was wondering. Oh, Chip, Chip. Chip, yeah. if, If you were a Green Lantern, which Green Lantern would you be? And uh, Jay was basically saying that he wants to be a Green Lantern that basically doesn't have a particular jurisdiction. He just wants to go ahead and kind of be able to dispense his particular type of justice throughout the cosmos from sector to sector. And I was telling him that, you know, that's not really how that works. But if I'm not mistaken, weren't there Alpha Lanterns? Uh... That were kind of uh, like no, the Alpha Lanterns were the Internal Affairs Department. That, um, there's that's what two things Joe could be. Joe that, could be uh-huh. um, the secret agent Lantern, like Daggle. Word, which but he's undercover. He's not or, really a Green yeah, Lantern. Yeah. So more likely, he would be Joe would either be Guy Gardner or I believe Rainer. I forget if it was Stewart or Rainer. Guy Gardner for sure was promoted to I forget what they called it but he was basically that he no longer had a sector because sector uh, 2814 already had two lanterns and so he was just a lantern that got to do what he wanted to do where he wanted to do it yeah dude that's awesome I did not know that that's why Guy Gardner is a badass (laughs) but it wasn't Alpha Lantern I, I forget what exactly he was referred to. Mm-hmm. Word. Well, that's interesting. That so you'd be Guy Gardner, Jay. Awesome. So now, Oz, what about you, man? If you if if you were a Green Lantern character, which one do you think you would be, or most relates to the Green Lantern, uh, like your personality type or whatnot? Sinestro. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Oz is like, you know what? This Green Lantern thing, a little overrated. Well, if people around here listen to me, then things would go perfectly. That's fair. But they don't, so fuck them. (laughs) The word. That sounds like Sinestro. (laughs) Sounds like Sinestro indeed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't don't know which which Lantern. Lawrence, Lawrence, you would be Mogo. Would I be Mogo? You would be. I'm telling you. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. Why would I be Mogo? 
Because you're kind of like the spiritual leader and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I think he just thinks my belly's really big. <laughs> He's like, damn, you got like a belly planet. <laughs> you got a planet belly. You're like, you know, Mogul kind of directs where the rings are going to go and when I know, s- stuff like that. When I, see, when I see your belly button, it reminds me of Mogul's ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you, guys. Mogo has no no actual eyes, but sees everything that goes on. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll be Mogo. Why not? Except that Mogo gets friggin' messed up. <laughs> Poor Mogo. He comes back, but he gets messed up. So, you know, that's cool. It happens to lanterns a lot more than you would think. It does, yeah. Like, look, it. I mean, that's one thing you can say about Green Lanterns is like, they're superheroes, but they're definitely cops. <laughs> and they definitely kind of get that in the story where it's like, don't think that it's an easy job or it's all like, you know, uh, 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 a crystal stare. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know, it's all fun and games and glory being a Green Lantern. Right. Yeah. So, but we'll talk more about that because Oz is going to tell us about uh, the Green Lantern books that he's been reading uh, in a little bit. So, um, Oz, have you been watching Fear Fear the Walking Dead? No. I've been meaning to get to it. I just haven't had a chance. It's okay. It's only two episodes. Well, I had a chance, but I forgot. It's only two episodes in. You got time. And, Jay, you haven't seen the second episode yet. Not yet. The second episode is actually a lot, like, picks up a lot quicker than the first. Well, they would have to. It would be impossible <laughs> for it to be any slower. Oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. It's like, not, unless they played that shit in reverse. It's not balls-to-the-wall zombie action. But, you know, you can't say that about most episodes of The Walking Dead either. But there's definitely more zombies in this in this joint than... I just want more relevant shit to happen. And I think... Like, it doesn't have to even be zombies. Just right. let it be relevant. And I think that... It, they give you that interesting in interesting would help <laughs> I think they give you that in, in episode 2 so I think you'll be ple- well I don't know about pleasantly surprised but I think you'll feel like episode 2 is a step in the right direction alright so we'll, we'll see and I definitely I would love to get both of your opinions on, on the show uh, in the coming weeks because it's a uh, it's a fun like it it's like I said it, it's gotten I think more what ho- people were hoping for in episode two, but at the same time, still, well, st- still, it's not really more of what I was hoping for. Well, I, you're like I'm hoping for the exact origin of where zombies come from in the Walking Dead universe, which Robert Kirkman has told you he's not going to do. So, I mean, you can hope for that, but you know, he told you, he told you no already. He didn't tell me. He, he didn't. told you. No, no, you didn't tell me. He told you. You told me it was part of the mystery. He told that he was going to uh, say it at some point. I mean, I'm sure at some point he will. I don't even need the origin. Just show me the first one. That's the same thing, Joe. It's not. So you just want to see the first zombie. You don't, it don't matter where he comes from. You just right. want to see him. Right. What's the difference then? Didn't you see Night of the Living Dead? Uh, Maybe a long time ago. Really? I thought you'd be too scared. It's kind of a classic. But in any case, they don't say where the zombies come from, but they show the first one. How do you know it's the first one if you don't 
see where it comes from. Because. Because what? Because that's the first one they show. Well, the first one they show doesn't mean it's the first one that existed. Close enough. What is I don't Joe? Then why isn't the girl they show in the first episode? Why isn't that the first zombie? Because the kid with the knife says this has been going on for weeks. He says it's connected, but how do you know she's still not the first one? Uh, because it's the first one they show. Yeah, but if they're already talking about others, then she can't be the first. The kid's just smart. We find out in the second episode that the kid hasn't even seen him in real life. No, he never said he saw them. He said he's been listening to news. Right. Which means it's been going on because the know? news has been reporting How it. How do you know the people aren't getting sick? And that's what the kid knows. And he's like, man, it's about to get bad. And then uh, he sees I'm it on. I'm tired of your... Miss your magic what if scenarios. What? It's not magical. I'm just saying. Like, you just on. said. You just said. And it's okay. You just it's said okay. the first zombie they show in Night of the Living Dead is the first one. And you don't know that. You just said that's the first one they show. All, All I'm right. saying is the first one they show in the in Fear the Walking Dead. Why can't that be the first one? That's all I'm saying. I'm saying because they reference stuff already happening. Got they it. don't do that in Night of the Living Dead. So we need to we need the kid to be like, that was the first one I saw. And if the kid says, that's the first one I saw, then you're like, well, that's the first zombie. No, he already said it's been happening for a while. But he, it was the first one he saw. And no one's up on it more than him. Yeah, it's not about what you see first. It's about what happens first. And the pattern is already happening. So then who is it that you need to say I was there when the first one bit somebody? <laughs> who, who is it that you need to say that? Is it Kirkman himself playing a character? Like, man, I tell you, my wife just got really sick and all of a sudden she bit the baby. Aren't you over Kirkman at this point? I know I kind of am. What do you mean er, over him? How? What do you, what, how am I over Kirkman? What, I what did know. he do wrong? Like, I don't need him to be in... The Locking Dead. He didn't want to be, but you need somebody. It might as well be him, right? No, nah, I prefer someone who a little more credible. <laughs> who? Who? Tell us who, Joe. What about Stan Lee? <laughs> He's like Excelsior. <laughs> I wish that. See, that's this is why we need a uh, veto from Comics on Comics here because he does the best Stan Lee's impressions. He knows exactly what to say. Isn't Kirkman Peel's and Stanley good too. Walking Dead? Peel's comic, uh, Stanley is pretty good. You're right. Say that again, Oz. What? Say, say what you just said again. Isn't isn't Kirkman like Stan, the Stanley for Walking Dead? I mean, Kirkman is the Stanley of Skybound, which is actually like a fair amount of characters when you really think about it. Because you have like everybody in the Walking Dead universe... You have everybody in the Invincible universe, which Invincible... Oh, yeah, that is him. Yeah, Invincible has a whole, like, cast of characters that are all, like, great characters. And it's, like, characters that people really like and enjoy. And well, just because people right. like and enjoy them doesn't mean they're good. People like and enjoy the Transformers movies. That doesn't make them good. Okay, but Invincible's definitely not the Transformers movies. I don't know, I just can't get into Tech Jacket. Invincible has nothing to do with Tech Jacket. Tech Jacket's a whole different thing. Oh. 
I thought that was him. I mean, it is him, but I'm saying Tech Jacket is another character in his kind of own little like universe. He's been in the Invincible comic book, right? But that's one of the Invincible characters. Uh, so it's like I don't. I mean, yes I'm or no? I'm not feeling him. Yeah, but okay. So you're like, well, I'm not feeling the one character out of the hundred he created. So I'm not really feeling the Invincible universe. Well, I haven't read enough of the Invincible universe to feel. That's what I'm saying. Uh, to feel it, but I did read Tech Jacket. No, I get it. I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, no, I understand the concept. What I'm saying is, there's like a hundred characters, literally, <laughs> like in the Invincible Universe, and you weren't feeling one. Now, keeping in mind that you were feeling the other ones you were reading about, which is probably like another four or five characters. I was. Yeah, you liked Invincible. Which means, like, in theory, the main character you liked, I'm sure that his girlfriend was in it. That's another character. Hey, hey, hey. Spoilers, dude. What? I haven't gotten that far. He didn't have a girlfriend when you read it? No. The girl he liked was dating the robot or something. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Trust me, like, you should read more. I, sure. I plan to. I'm sure you liked... I'm going to get the trades from Jeffries. I'm sure you liked the other characters. And those are like basically a lot more than Tech Jacket. I, how do you, Tech Jacket isn't in like the first few issues. How did you get the Tech Jacket? Oh, you read... I read the Tech Jacket comic. Oh, man. Look at you. So anyway, Robert Kirkman's the Stanley of Skybound. Let's leave it at that. And there are other characters that you can pull off, pull from in that if you want. But... Yeah, that's where that's where he is, Oz. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what else was I what else was I gonna say? Uh, you got to the chat room already. Yeah, I think I think we're good. We're probably at at a good point now where we can take our first break and maybe we'll come back and talk some comics because we got to talk about uh, some Green Lantern stuff. We got to talk about. Uh, friggin' God Eater. We gotta talk about Saturn Apartments. So, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do all that stuff that I just mentioned, or at least a good majority of it. Uh, this fantastic forum, only on allgames.com. Astronauts, none of it matters when niggas was hungry. My 
friends are superheroes None of us have very much money though And we're the same underwear as billionaires None of us have very much money though Hustlers, beat makers, drug dealers, sculptors Ego, maniacal, alters, and bloggers Some of them talk to the animals None of them mattered when niggas was hungry That shit's not valuable Say it to my face That shit's not valuable Come say it to my face It's all disposable Come say it to my face This device might cure my remembering I'm 87% sure I invented it High adrenaline, I'm rapping on the cake boss Name on the dressing room so I ain't lost Commencing countdown, take off another sound stage Rehearsing a fake spacewalk Little Wayne is an ancient African And Jay-Z's been around since the 20s though The only new ones is little being one below We only got a hundred months to go Until your hometown's covered in the tons of snow It goes one, two, three Four, five little Indians When it's all over I'll survive on the Pentagon Chips and the men Play with memory sticks And I'll flash Take a picture Cause I remember That shit's not valuable Come say it to my face That shit's disposable Come say it to my face It's not authentic though Come say it to my face that's so ingenuine Come say it to my face My friends are superheroes None of us have very much money though They can fly, run fast, read Portuguese None of us have very much money though They can make hair grease out of fruits and herbs None of us have very much money though They can take selfies like du buffet None of us have very much money though Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. I don't know if you know this about me, but my friends are superheroes. So, you know, that's how we roll. This is Fantastic Forum. You okay, Jay? Yeah, I'm good. Oscar, are you there? A little depressed after that music, but I'm good. Why are you depressed? Well, it was kind of sad. Talking about we ain't got no money. Well, I mean, yeah, but, but we're superheroes, though. It feels like the Fantastic Four theme song to me. <laughs> as, Sorry. as you turn your noisemaker. <laughs> like, come on, Oz. Damn it, Oz. Well, maybe if I had some money. There it is. Come say it to my face. That's Open Mike Eagle. I don't know if you guys know about him, but he's awesome. I do know about him. Yeah. He's good stuff. I know you do, Jay. Because that, that's, that's Jay and I's other theme song. Respect our qualifiers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Respect them. Is he related to Eagle Eye Cherry? <laughs> no. No. Mm-mm. But I'd love to see a mashup. Yeah. Between the two. I feel I feel like he he very well might be on the rise. And if, if he makes it he'll he'll change his name to scheduled scheduled Mike or scheduled performance eagle. Yeah. Anyway, welcome back to Fantastic Forum. We're gonna talk about some stuff right now. Uh actually I think Jay, I think I would like to start if you're cool with it, with Saturn Apartments. All right. And Saturn Apartments is actually a manga that you mentioned on the show before. 
Did I? I think you did. Oh, okay. I mean, cool. I don't think we've done a, a formal review of it, but it's definitely one that, like I said, you've mentioned. So tell us about Siren Apartments. What is it? Um, well, it's by Jose Iwaoka, and it's basically uh, everybody lives in an apartment complex that circles the earth at 35,000 meters and no one goes to earth anymore because it's a nature preserve as it should be (laughs) (laughs) and uh, this story focuses on the window washers who go out and risk their lives making sure people have clean windows so they're window washers but they're window washers at a space station. Yes. So, while window washing in and of itself is a dangerous profession, or can be, because a lot of them are the guy. Well, when we think about a window washer, we're talking about somebody that's on the outside of, like, a skyscraper, washing windows at high altitude, places that most people wouldn't want to be or couldn't be because they'd be too afraid. Right. This adds an extra element, because these guys are not just outside at a high altitude they're spacewalking essentially right yeah no thanks they don't have robots to do that kind of stuff huh no um it turns out that you can't design a robot to clean windows as well as a person can i believe that it's one of the stories yeah i don't know the windshield wipers on my car do a pretty good job the the what? The windshield wipers on my car. Yeah, but what about the windshield wipers on your house? I do. Well, my house is in an outer space. You lose your car. The win- windshield wipers don't even do that good of a job. Right. It's like if that was the case, then they would never have like squeegees at gas stations. Right. And then they is only good the for a car. Dirty in space. Because there's a whole bunch of junk in space. What are you talking about? Yeah, there's like a ton of shit in space. Dust, meteorites. Why are you you acting like space is clean, Oz? Space is not clean. You might think of it as clean because it's a vacuum. I've just seen... It's not that kind of vacuum. I've just seen holes in this premise. No, you're not seeing holes. You just don't understand space. Space is dirty. I think I do understand. I do understand space. You think it, but you're wrong. You're like the people that don't understand that there's all that junk in space, like floating Call around. Call me up. I will, if I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, there's a whole bunch of junk in space, Oz. You know that. Yeah, but it's big junk, and it's junk that would like not. It wouldn't leave a layer of dust. It would leave a hole. Oz, you don't need junk to leave a layer of dust in space. Space has dust in it already. You know, dust is like dead skin cells. So, Oz, dust dust is dead skin cells on Earth. Space dust is not dead. It's not dead skin cells. Space dust is like pieces of comet and asteroids. Maybe I'm just not drunk enough to have this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the story follows Mitsu, whose father was a window washer before him. Uh. And he, as he disappeared, uh, well, died earlier. Uh, yeah, he died early on in the story, and the son is following 
kind of following in in his footsteps because it's what he knows, kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, he ends up interacting with a bunch of people from the uh, window washing guild. Uh, his mentor Jen was like a friend of his father's, and uh, yeah, it's basically. Uh, him like interacting with all these people that worked with the newest father mm-hmm. and dealing with customers who have their like request and their uh, yeah their requests and hearing like the stories behind them like our first story is about a couple that lives on the lo- lower levels and they want to have their window cleaned so that they can have natural sunlight for their wedding. Okay. And uh so yeah, just kind of stuff like that. Like, like they need they need their window cleaned so they can have natural sunlight for their wedding. That's yeah. what you said. But nat- well, not which would burn out their redness, but go on. No, I'm like let's say like yeah, nat- natural sunlight in in a space station isn't the same as natural sunlight on Earth though, right? What do you mean? Like, in, what way? in the sense that what we think of when we say natural sunlight is sunlight that's diffused by by the atmosphere. The atmosphere. So, it comes across in a particular way. But if it was the same sunlight, like, it's not like you don't get a day effect in a space station. Like, because it's not like there's no... I mean, a space station might have, I mean, per, de- depending on where it is, might have the same kind of, like... Sick- well, it's around the Earth. Okay. Okay, but I guess here's the thought. Like, unless it stays in the exact same spot, it doesn't have, like, a day cycle necessarily, right? Like, most of the things, like, the, I mean, it has an orbit, and there's some points where it comes out the dark side and the light side of the planet... But even then, it's still not like a day-night cycle. It's a dark side, light side kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Or no? No. I well, think what I do know direct, is that... Direct space sunlight would basically just cast heavy shadows. Because there's nothing spreading the light around the area. In space, it always seems like night. Even when the sun is hitting you. No. Yeah, that's always freaked me out. No? No, it's when not that far. Of, of space. Like, it's not that far from Earth. It, well, but it has to be out. It's outside the atmosphere because it's in the orbit of Earth. And, you know, I mean, I might be wrong on this because Lord knows, by by no means am I trying to say, like, I am, you know, I'm, I'm no astrophysicist. I'm just talking about so I wish we knew a rocket scientist <laughs> I'm just talking about what I do know and uh, yeah I, like or at least what I think I know let me put it like that because I thought once you go like when astronauts well whether or not there's a day cycle at some point you can see the sun yeah and that's what they want okay they want to see the sun Okay. I th- I do actually think that it's close enough to the Earth for the day-night cycle, but really, I, like I said, I'm 
or no, maybe I haven't said it this yet. But yeah, like I'm no astrophysicist either. Mm-hmm. I know the space station is super close to the Earth. But and they show the a picture, and they don't even say that. But like it looks like it's right up on the Earth. Okay. Almost. Okay. I guess the question is, what color is the sky? Right. Because if it's blue, then it's within the atmosphere, right. and you get that effect. But if it's black, then it's definitely in space. Right. Right. I think, it, yeah, it's a black and white manga, so. <laughs> but it has to be in space, because you can't have a space station that's not in space. It's something different. Well, I didn't call it a space station. Well, I understand that. But what I'm saying I is. I called it an, an apartment building. Uh, well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, for instance, because you take the, w- whether you want to call it, a, okay, if the apartment building floats, like, we already called it a spacewalk. If it floats and it's in orbit, it has to be outside the atmosphere. Things inside the atmosphere don't orbit the Earth. Because it has other pressures on it. it w- atmosphere. Otherwise, it's flying, which is a different thing. You you understand what I'm saying here, or am I talking? Does it sound crazy? Uh, I won't say it sounds crazy, but I'm looking at the language mm-hmm. of uh, they t- uh, introduce uh, the story by talking about what the structure is, mm-hmm. and the language they're using doesn't uh, contradict anything you're saying. Got you. So, it basically starts out saying, circling the Earth at an altitude of 35,000 meters is a man-made structure. See, when they said 35,000 30, meters, how many... 35,000 meters, that's 3,500 kilometers, right? Look, dude, how many miles is it? How about that? A huge apartment 2, complex. 2,000? Well, it's like 2,200. That's low Earth orbit. Divided in the upper, middle, and lower levels orbiting the Earth. Okay, well, if it orbits, then it has to be outside the atmosphere, I think. Unless it has jets. No, not unless it has jets. You have to look up orbit. Because, because, I mean, things that orbit have jets, but it's not about whether it has jets or not. It's like orbiting has to do with a lack of gravity. Like, you're using the gravity to make sure that it circles the structure or I'm the, gonna look it up. the planetoid, you know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm looking it up. That's what orbit means. Yeah, well, that's what you say it means. I think that's what everybody says it means, but... I don't say that. What What does orbit mean to you, then? Uh, orbiting, to me, it just means to go around. It's like... What makes it go around? It doesn't matter. As long as it's going around... And it's orbiting. Nah, see, I don't think that's true. It's like, well, I mean, you asked me what my definition was. Yeah, I hear you. So you're right. I did ask you about your definition. I think because then what it means. If that's the case, then how come when planes circle, we don't call it orbiting? Um, I I mean. I don't see any reason why you couldn't. Because it doesn't use gravity. Well, I, I'm talking about me. I'm not talking about you. You asked me a question. Well, it's definitely up there because the International Space Station is only 400 kilometers up. 
400? Yep. 250 miles. Wow, that is crazy. I didn't realize that you can orbit at 200 miles up. I thought you had to go at least 2,000 for some reason. So there you go. Yeah, but that means that your thing is in orbit definitely. Because it's further than the space station. Yeah, like 10 times further. Yeah. I don't know how this thing works, so... Which is cleans the windows of the International Space Station? <laughs> I don't think anybody does, but I might be wrong. Oh, because there's no dust up there, I'm telling you. There's, science. There's definitely dust. <laughs> Space dust is nothing like regular dust. So, Jay, how do you feel about the stories? I like them. They're... Uh, they're... Like, really cool, down-to-earth, no pun intended, <laughs> uh, type stories. So, I, yeah, like, it's interesting seeing this kid interact with the, uh, what's going on around him. Mm-hmm. Cool. And is it, this is one of those joints where um, it, it's a writer, I mean, it's a writer-artist on this manga? Yeah. Okay. And so, what do you think about the art? I like it. It's kind of stylized, like a simple style. Like, almost if you think of like a slightly more complex Calvin and Hobbes. Huh. That's interesting. Um, and yeah, I like it really works well with the stories they tell. Cool. Cool indeed. I think most mangas work best with more simple artwork. Let's see if they're black and white. You know, I don't know if I would agree with you on that, though, because I think, I mean, there's, I mean, we all know that mangas sometimes, I mean, a lot of them are black and white, and sometimes they have hyper detail. You know, like, they can be super detailed, and you're just like, man, how can one guy be doing this by himself? And I think it kind of depends on what kind of tone you're trying to strike on whether... They work better being simple or complex. But, again, it's all a matter of opinion. Yeah, but you need a really good artist to be able to pull that off. Now, if you got a writer that's also doing the art, then obviously half his talent is being used up on the, on the writing part. So his art's not going to be that spectacular to be able to pull something like that off. That sounds like you're sp- it's spoken by a man who doesn't read enough manga. Um, Spoken by a man that knows that that Stan Lee only wrote stuff and Kirby actually drew his shit. Yeah, but that's America. We're talking about Japan. Japan is just a more disciplined America. (laughs) What are you going to say, Jay? I looked up orbit. Mm -hmm. And one of the definitions is to fly or move around in a circle. Okay. So, that doesn't have anything to do with gravity. Okay, I mean, are you going to speak to any of the other definitions, or? Well, for I found the definition that proves the point that says what I was saying. I mean, I'm sure your definition might be here, too. But, I mean, I'm not going to do your field work for you. (laughs) It's like the word literally, which means either exactly what you mean or not exactly what you mean. (laughs) Right, exactly. It's like, come on. It's like definition number one of orbit probably has gravity in it, right? 
Definition number one, the curved path of a celestial object or spacecraft around a star, planet, or moon, especially a periodic elliptical revolution. That's definition number one. It has nothing to do with gravity. That all has to do with gravity. Yeah, as soon as you say celestial bodies, that that's it's gravity. all gravity. Like the reason why it's in a celest- an elliptical pattern is because of gravity. So it doesn't say that. Well, but Joe, I mean, they're not trying to mess around and like give you a science lesson. It's a definition. Right. But, Stop but, using urban dictionary. Right, but but if you know what I mean, it's it literally says elliptical pattern around a celestial body. That's that's what gravity does. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Look, Joe, Joe also doesn't believe in global warming. <laughs> because that's not... I mean, it exists, but not <laughs> as a thing. Oh, got it. It exists, but not in reality. Yeah, it's more of a conceptual, like, imaginary numbers. <laughs> right. Got it. Got it. That, that's why friggin' the poor people over on that island is they're like sinking like they're they're watching houses drop off the coast that's not warming Joe was pretty pretty well in North Dakota (laughs) (laughs) go ahead Jay so yeah overall I would give it this manga 3 out of 5 cool 3 out of 5 only I thought you liked it more than that is that good I mean it's average it is good um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's good. <laughs> and I, like, I don't know how many people it appeals to. I know it's like, yeah, I, I, I like it. Like, it's not like super spectacular, but I do like it. It's like, okay, you know what? And I'm going to fuck up what I'm about to say so hard. Oh, God. I don't believe I you. feel bad. I don't believe But you. there's this uh, manga author uh, who, uh, the big one he does is called Touch. And he actually did an anthology of stories that were all slice of life. And I can't remember the name of it, or his name, but the main manga he does is Touch. And he did a Slice of Life anthology of romance stories. And that, to me, is like one of the pinnacles of your, like, Slice of Life storytelling. And Saturn Apartments is not that. And so, like, related to, like, like when you scale it compared to that, it's, a, like, a three. Like, it's interesting enough to keep you reading or to get you to read it. I'm definitely looking forward to reading the next volume. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not quite up there with uh, this other manga I read. So Okay. So, like, it does the job. Right. You're definitely going to enjoy the read, but if you're saying, oh, well, this is what you look for, like, this is the, the, the tip-top 
the the like you said the pinnacle of of slice of life storytelling you're not going to find that here right okay it's like i don't remember the name of this manga but i remember pretty much each and every story and <laughs> i love it i don't know the name of it but all the stories are embedded in my very essence i like it hopefully I mean, it'll, co- it'll come to you one of my like i could tell you about the stories like they're so cool like one of them has to do with the guy who he sees a woman like he's going home from work he sees a woman and he's like so entranced by her that he actually keeps walking that path each and every day just to see her again and on one trip he meets his friend for lunch and he brings his date his friend brings his date and so uh, when the friend goes to the bathroom, the woman that he's been walking that path to see every day sees him and the girl together. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves, and then the next day, she's not on that path anymore. Mm-hmm. So she was actually walking that path to see him. The same oh. that he was walking that path to see her. Wow. So it's like, there's that story, there's the one about the guy... Who, he liked this gymnast, but she wouldn't, uh, she basically, her personal requirement for going out with them Mm -hmm. was that she would be able to jump over him. And so, she's like, basically doing the Olympics, she goes for the distance, like, she does like the high jump. And she goes for his distance. His height? Height. Yeah, okay. So that he, she can, like, go out with them. And, like, it's just awesome. Fair? My favorite is about the peeping Tom, though. <laughs> it sounds very complicated. <laughs> no, it's fun. It's slices of life, Oz. Right. See, slice of life stuff works best in small slices with you try to make it its own book that's going to go several issues and it kind of loses a little something. I think that's why the short story comic that Joe read had more impact. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're, you're saying that Saturn Apartments might lose something in the slice of like life category because it all revolves around one individual? Yeah, it's kind of like we've, we've all seen the sh- these TV shows that like Heroes had a great concept and great story, but the fact that they had to do so many episodes, kind of, it just dragged on and eventually lost all quality. I think you get the same thing if you try to do slice of life over just an individual comic, you know, a monthly comic. Well, I mean... If it were for Video Girl Eye, which is part slice of life, part supernatural, um, like, that went on for, like, a long time and that, see that remained good that's part supernatural that adds something to it it's not just slice of life and, and even if you kind of want to say it's just slice of life there's still I mean obviously there's always exceptions to any rule but that that doesn't mean that slice of, that what I'm saying doesn't really work I mean you're saying slice of life becomes more complicated to do when you have to stick to a particular set of characters. Right? Yeah, if you do like a one-shot or let's say issue two 
like whatever Joe Redding issue one kind of gets resolved, or if not in the first issue, then the second issue, and then now you go to somebody else who has his own set of problems, then it kind of makes it more interesting. Mm-hmm. And when it's just the same guy, it kind of, you know, if there's no danger or threat or something other than just what's going on in his day-to-day, then it starts to get boring. Yeah. Touch went on for years. That's life to life. Is it? It's around, a manga. Is it around a particular character, or is it just random people? No, that's a particular character. Because uh, even heroes, it's like, and you know, we've talked about that on the show too, where they, like, the original concept was they would have different characters each season, and the the studio or the network made them like revisit the characters each right. season because they, they were, were like, in the show. Yeah, because they were popular. I, I'm hoping that with this Heroes Reborn they let that concept kind of come through because at this point we've seen that that's a concept that can work with uh, like TV shows like American Horror Story. Oh, and, right. And like I, I believe there's another show where that happens too. Um, yeah, like I'm hoping that they let that concept like happen because that would have made heroes infinitely better. Uh, I don't have that much faith in them, but we'll see. Why not? Why would I? They are bringing back a bunch of the original cast, right? Which is which is okay for you know to have some people, but it's not. It's more about does it center around those people? Because like the uh, most interesting, they haven't shown me anything. And I think it's like Channel 4. Channel 4, NBC hasn't shown me anything to suggest that they will do that. Well, yeah, but they haven't shown us anything, period. No, all we have is their past track record of shows that follow the same characters. Right. But what we didn't have then was other shows that show that that concept is viable. And now we do. Like, not only do we have shows that show that the concept is viable, but literally the guy that made Heroes what it is, Zachary Quinto, is on the shows that have a different cast each season. Or, or different characters each season. Mm. Yeah, but he's also on the slap, so that doesn't really say much. I know. I, I thought the slap actually did good numbers. Was I wrong in that? Is it still on? I, it was supposed to be a limited series, I'm pretty sure. You know, Which is what I like saying. You make series. it a limited series, and it's better. Yeah, well. Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you want to talk about. Yo, Zeno from the OKC. How you guys doing? What up, Zeno Core from the OKC? Yeah, man. That, that sounds way harder than it actually is, I think. What sounds way harder? Zeno from the OKC. It's like, it's Oklahoma City, man. Ain't nothing hard about this town. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, some, yo, I'm someone so from South Central that has a kind of edge. I'm so-and-so from the OKC. Yeah, it don't work. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to pitch a manga. You're going to pitch a manga? Yeah, well, well, excuse me, not pitch. I'm going to throw one at you that I came across. Oh, Oh, okay. I was about to say, I'm like... If you if we like well, the concept, I got ideas now, but I, like, know, if, I got no budget to make right. the manga. Thing. I'm like, if we if we love the concept, we're gonna do everything in our power 
to get it made, which is very little. <laughs> I'm just about to say, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say that the, 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 the pitch will be wasted on us. I'm just saying that the chances, chances of it getting made are going to be somewhere between nil and none. Really? No, not, no it's not that low. Of a manga? Yeah. I don't know, man. Who, who's going to draw it? Don't say me. I can't draw manga. I can. Now, who's that? Who's that white dude you guys hang out with? Uh, Dante. We hang out. Dante's not white. No, not. not I, I think he's talking about Moses. Think he's talking about Moses. Moses <laughs> isn't white. No, no, Moses isn't white. Moses man. is closer to white. Moses will tell you he's white. No, he's on. Damn it, I can't think of it. Moses is closer to white than Dante. He's a pretty one that gets all the girls and stuff like that, but don't really think about it. Oh, you talking about Tedekin? Yeah, Tedekin. There you go. Did you just forget? Did you forget Yeah, I got bigger things on my mind. <laughs> He's like, who's that white guy you hang out with? Yeah, I want to live over there in South Central with you guys. Screw that. Tedekin? I, I got my own problems. One of the pillars of the All Games community, despite him maybe not necessarily admitting that? I'm going to quote Vin Diesel. I'm going to quote Vin Diesel right now and say, if you say so. So. If, you're, if you're saying you got bigger things on your mind than Tedic, I mean, you obviously haven't seen his cock. Whoa. No, no, like, I will go on record as saying I haven't seen it either. Me neither. <laughs> Good. It's only Oz, apparently, that's blowing Tedic in. Anyway, to business. <laughs> to business. We've all yeah. we've all agreed and established that Oscar's giving a Tedic in head. <laughs> Why, why is it hey, as long as hey, that way, man? You, hey, know. you can get married now, so hey, go for it, man. No, no, nobody's judging us. Nobody's judging us. Yeah, do what you do. <laughs> right. Whatever, ke- whatever Wait, keeps well, his relationship friend. good. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that's still illegal up here. <laughs> In the frozen North Dakota, they're like, we don't care what the Supreme Court says, goddammit. <laughs> we don't care. So the uh, the name of the manga, and I'm, I'm Jay might come across it too because it's got some recent fame and is actually coming up on getting uh, uh, anime. It's called One Punch Man. <laughs> One, oh, dude, that's in my suggested reading. One Punch Man. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why I hooked up onto this one is because this is where I come from, for where I dislike Superman as pushing it out of my favorites. Is I appreciate him, but he'll never be one of my favorites because. This manga goes in a direction that I imagine... It's how I see Superman. As far as what he is and how he's written. What's One Punch Man do? Okay, so One Punch Man is a guy in Japan. His name is Saitama, right? Uh, As a kid, he was bullied here and there. And and this is a universe where, you know, like Power Ranger-ish villains and creatures just show up and start causing havoc, right? As as will happen? Yeah, as will happen. You know, Japan, stuff happens. Anyway, so... He decides one day on a whim he's going to become a superhero. And mm-hmm. he trains hyper hard for like three days to the point to where his hair no longer grows. He's as bald as me. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Look, and little, he has a very co- a common appearance. There's nothing remarkable about him at all. Literally, the way, we the way realize. he's drawn, he's almost drawn with no features except for just generic eyes and a, and a nose uh, bump in, you know, just a slit for his mouth. There's barely any features on him when he's drawn. Little, Unless little he's known, actually punching somebody. Little known all games fact is that's why Zeno has no hair. Because he's <laughs> actually trained hyper hard. My gut would say otherwise, but whatever. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a powerful Live the dream. Live the dream. Yeah, so. <laughs> Live the dream. <laughs> All right, so the main thing is, is literally, he can defeat almost every 
villain he comes about with one punch if he puts his effort into it. Gotcha. But he's gotten to the point to where he's blasé about the entire thing because nobody is on par with him. <laughs> so even when he's fighting, he's completely unaffected by their taunts, what they're doing, what they say to him. He does not react because everything is so below him as far as how strong he is. Gotcha. Like, these monsters are coming up. Like, a group of four came up. Uh, and him and some other hero who just randomly showed up. And this is his intro episode called Ginos, or a robo- uh, uh, Japanese cyborg, if you will. Just take any Japanese cyborg. It's in a story. You can put this guy in there. Right. But he's, he's struggling. He's fighting this one other one. And then this dude gets taken out by the one who's supposedly the strongest of the group. And he's getting bit and slashed and everything else. His costume's getting t- torn to shreds, but he's untouched at all. He's like, man, your teeth are sharp. How long have you been sharpening those things? You know, just completely nonchalant. Mm-hmm. Until he finally hits him and he, sh- and he literally disintegrates into parts. Damn. To where there's barely any entrails left. They've just, he's been hit that hard, he almost disappears into nothingness. Like just a, a vapor- cloud of mist. Like if this, this fool gets friggin' incinerated. Evaporation. Yeah, it, you know, like if you collided with a person, what a person would look like. That's exactly what happened to this dude. Got it. Got it. So, so he wanders back into the fight with the cyborg, and you know that other villain say like, "You haven't even met the biggest one of us." It's like, "Oh, this one ape-looking dude that looked like this and this." Oh, he's dead now. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, is this his? And he throws up like part of his helmet or whatever, and the villain freaks out. I mean, it's 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 somewhat of a comedy, but the 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 situation that's in like the first five or six episodes is mm-hmm. exactly how I feel about Superman. If this guy has no friggin' equal, mm-hmm. he's completely boring because he has no real apparent weaknesses except for the Achilles heel whole thing that gets boring. And so what what is it that puts one punch man like what turns that that trope on its head? Well the thing is uh, he ends up joining hero organizations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But even though the, like the organizations don't really consider him a hero because his he, he literally wears a yellow jumpsuit, right, with ordinary red gloves and boots. That's his. That's and then every once in a while you'll see him in a hoodie that says tits in Japanese and it has like a weak drawn pair. I mean, yeah, it's shown in anime. It's got to be a little bit funny. Weak but he he doesn't. Pair. He's not into it at all. Wait, when if, you say weak drawn, if he's pair? helping the police, he'll dress up as a policeman so the public don't lose faith in the police department. When you say weak drawn pair, does that mean like small breasts? Like or? no, no, like like it's not detailed. It's just like oh, a quick outline. Got it. Got it. Yeah, yeah t-shirt type. You know minimalist type stuff. But anyway, just the fact that he's wearing he's a superhero wearing a, a hoodie that says tits on it. You know is. Yeah, I think that's funny. But anyway, yeah, he's completely blasé about it, and he's actually more about helping people who are actually in distress more so than the fame of helping them after the fact. He completely doesn't care about any of that stuff. Just trying to find somebody that's equal because everybody that comes across is so weak. So, so it's literal. The whole anime. I mean, I'm sorry. The whole manga is about that's the hook of the whole manga. How do him finding somebody that's strong enough to compete with him? He won't get excited until somebody actually shows looks like they're on his level. It's and, like Goku fighting normal humans. And how and how often, that's the power level difference we're talking about. Or how long does it take for that to happen? Or is that a major spoiler? Well, no. I mean, this this started up as a web series, uh-huh. then got put into manga. It's still going to this day. It started in two thousand nine. Oh, okay. So they have a, a a fair share of stories, probably. Then. 
Oh yeah, good lord! And I mean, then, it's uh, a web... Viz Media pick it up in the U.S. It, it's it started as a web comic, so I'm sure the like you know they're shorter stories initially, which may actually ex- explain why he looks so plain right. when he's not really into the fight. Mm-hmm. If you think about Flash back in the day, yeah, you wouldn't they wouldn't bother wasting details on anything like that just right. because it's too damn hard, right? And so, then when he actually gets pissed off and hits the dude, it's straight out of your best action uh, manga in Japan. So what like, is... It's it's up there with... Jeez, uh, now I'm blanking on artists. With, uh, like, uh, what's his name? Ross. Uh, Alex Ross. Alex Ross? Yeah. Is that right? The American Panther. Yeah, yeah. Alex Ross. Yeah. The, 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 whenever he actually goes to throw the punch, that's the level of artistry they use when he's throwing the punch. Gotcha. Otherwise, it's pretty plain. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they give the like he's actually putting effort into it. You didn't like they were putting effort into this panel to show you that he's putting effort into the punch. You know that type of thing. And, I and, like that. Okay, no, that's cool. And so the the art imitates the the art, yeah. <laughs> or, or the art imitates yeah, exactly. the story in the sense that it's like yeah, like the or whatever's happening in the story informs the art style. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so what you like about it is that it's what you feel. Like a character like Superman should kind of like the the kind of uh... well, it, it gets to the core of why I don't like him is because he's always they always have Superman to where he's imperiled. But if you think about what he actually is, he's not in peril because yeah, he, he have no limits on his ability. Very seldom, I agree with. So you. yeah, so this guy, the, his if he has a limit, is not been discovered. Yeah, no, it's it's very hard and, to tell good Superman stories for that reason. Yeah, so I mean that's why I get bored with Superman is because we know he's he could he's possible for him to be way more powerful than what he's actually using, but he won't go there. Yeah, it's also part of the that they could be saved instantaneously against this one big bad if he just knocked his block off and put him to sleep, right. but he won't do it. I think it's part of the reason why they they depowered Superman. Yeah, so recently. but I mean in order to do that, you'd have to change the character. They tried that. And we saw what happened when they tried to change the sub, you know, the the core of what Superman is, as far as just what he can do. When they killed him off and brought him back, and how many forms was it? Like five, six. Oh yeah, and the different like the the Superman. Uh, yeah, the electric Superman, reborn, the and red then, one, the blue one. The, well, yeah, so. electric Superman comes after all that, but yeah, I hear you. You're right. Yeah, so that's the one thing that annoys me the much so much about Superman. But this one, it actually illustrated that yeah, he's completely nonchalant because nobody's on his level. He could just end it whenever he chooses to. So if people if people want to check out One Punch Man, what's the best way to do it, Zeno? Uh, let's see. Well, the anime is actually getting ready. At least in Japan, is getting ready to start uh, in October. Are they going to do like a simulcast Crunchyroll thing, you think? Or what do you... Not sure. I haven't seen any data on that yet. Gotcha. Of course, uh, more nefarious locations when they start doing subs, they'll, they'll put that in there. And then Viz Media is doing the manga in the, in the U.S. So you can go ahead and, and pick up the, the like initial offerings, probably, at yeah. your local, wherever you, you get your manga. Or you might be able to do that. Uh, Joe, what, what app? Do you use to yeah like, seven bucks with Viz Media right now and uh, Amazon Kindle and Bam and Barnes and Noble and all that stuff. Yeah, I've been buying all my manga on uh, Amazon. Gotcha. So you can do it there. Good stuff. Appreciate you. Yeah, it sounds like a comic book I can really relate to. But having <laughs> so much power that you're just nonchalant about everything. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah, but mine is all like intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. 
There it is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Why is the laugh so Dino, big? Don't, don't forget, I live in North Dakota, so. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Man. There it is. This, this you got the, maniacal laughter out of me. That's hilarious. He's, <laughs> the, he's the smartest man in, in the, the city that he lives He's like, he's just, next thing you know, you're going to tell me Jamaica has a bobsled team, for crying out loud. Holy crap, that's funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Oscar, what you been reading, man? I'm trying to clean up all the uh, all the books that ended for Convergence. All, all the books that ended, uh, oh, before, con- so like, all, you're basically finishing up everything that happens before Convergence. Yeah, I'm kind of right up on the point where Convergence starts, but then all the books that I'm reading, I'm going to go ahead and go through those. They all ended at issue 40. Right. And then after Convergence, I'm going to see what books I want to keep reading, what books I don't want to. Right. So so which books are you looking at leading up to Convergence, or at least which ones do you want to talk about? Because I'm, I'm sure you're probably doing more than a few, but... What do you want to talk about that's ending? I'm probably going to stick to the Green Lantern stuff because they tend to survive all these <laughs> you know, new 52-way DCU craft. Right, right. No, no, and, and I will say, like, so like, like from my own personal experience, like Green Lantern 40, which I don't know if you've read or not, but... Um, post convergence, Green Lantern forty one picks up right where forty left off. Right, and that's kind of par for the core for the course for Green Lantern. The only thing is now we're we lost Red Lanterns, right, and New Guardians. Um, yeah, like the post convergence, you don't have those books, even though you do have. Um, but but the characters are still around. They're just in a slightly different place. Like, because everything does a time jump after Convergence. So, it's not like... Right. Like, you may not have... Kinda, that's kind of why I want to read the 40s, because... Yeah, you should. You know, New, New Guardians kind of ended that book with, yeah. that, with issue 40. This is I'm true. I'm sure Red Lanterns is going to do the same thing. I, I just read issue 39, which is Guy Gardner fighting the baby, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, though? It's interesting because it's like, while you do get the ends of those books, because those series do end, like I said, like, it's not like you get, um, it's not like you have Guy Gardner uh, coming on the other side of that. It's not like you have Guy Gardner as if he's never been a Red Lantern. And so, you know, it's worth, like, it's definitely, like, if you want, when it comes to the Green Lantern books, if you want to skip Convergence and go directly to 41, you can do that. And there's a bit of a time jump. Um, not, not, not a huge one, but it's there. And I, you, you'll probably be okay. And, well, this is why I try to tell people to start to read Green Lantern books because they're the only books that no matter what the crisis is it's gonna keep going you know they're not gonna change it like they do Superman Batman or you know any basically the whole entire DC group if you're a lantern it's like you're in a separate universe 
because while they they interact with whatever's happening, the effects will continue in the new books, mm-hmm. but they don't get rid of the history either. Yeah, and I think I think Green Lantern and Batman are the books that have proven that that's like kind of how they do their thing because uh, yeah, because I feel like Batman is kind of on its own thing as well. And you know, I mean, honestly though, I can say that it's not like Superman came out on the other side of convergence as though it was like severely like Superman on the other side of convergence is definitely different than Superman before, but not because of convergence. It's because of what's been happening in Superman books, which is weird because it's kind of like, you know, like I mean, you're used to just having, Hey, now he's different. Right. This crisis happens. Exactly. And you would, and it's like, it's very strange because even, like even in the Superman books, like they'll tell you, like I, it's funny because I remember reading. I, I want to say I, I'm pretty sure it was Superman, and in the Super, no, I'm sorry, I think it was Action Comics, and in Action Comics, it it references like, hey, if you want to know why Superman's this way, read Action Comics like 43. And I was thinking, oh, okay, like I guess I gotta go find Action Comics 43. And when I went back to go look, I was like, oh, 43 doesn't come out until like. A month and a half from now, and, and I'm just like, oh, jeez! Like these fools are telling me, like, listen, this story that's coming up is going to explain to you why he's the way he is right now. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why didn't we tell that story first? And you know, I get it. It's like you know, I understand how comics can be, where they're just like, you know, like we're going to tell these stories. Like they're, they, these are two stories that are happening. And this story that hasn't finished yet takes place before the story that's happening right now. I, I mean, I get that, but it was right. just, it was the way that the editor note was, though, where it was like it totally made me feel like I was missing an issue <laughs> when the issue was like down the pipe, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, oh, you're supposed to say to me, make sure you check out issue 43 of Action Comics coming in June, or I mean, or or. Whatever month it was supposed to be. Usually like, they say out now. Well, yeah, but it wasn't out now. That's the thing. That's the messed up part where it was out a month and a half from now. <laughs> and it's like you know they should they should tell me that they should say you know check out Superman forty three or Action Comics forty three out in you know August. That's what they should have done. Instead, they must around and made me go look for a book that hadn't come out yet, and I was like, "Where's forty three? And my comic book guy is looking at me like, "You mean well, they you know forty one just came out like yesterday, and I'm like, "Well, no, but forty three though." <laughs> and you know, see, like I think as if I, think I can't you're do that. To see a lot of Jeff Johns' influence now that he's higher up, and he doesn't have all the stress of having to write amazing books. You know, it, it, it was Jeff Johns that pretty much said, "Hey, the issue before, um, what was it? Before New Fifty Two, mm-hmm. and the issue right after New Fifty Two, ten minutes apart." <laughs> well, I mean, it's one of these things. Like, I don't I mean, I will say this: I like Jeff Johns stories most of the time. I'm sure that I've read a Jeff Johns story here or there that I was like oh that was only okay but most of them I, I like a lot because I think that Jeff Johns has a handle on what makes a good comic book like I feel like you know Jeff Johns is a guy that tells comic book stories 
you know and and i think he understands that comic books are its own medium in a way where it's like you know i'm not trying to tell you the television story i'm not trying to tell you the movie story i'm trying to tell you the comic book story and when you come away from this you're going to feel like you've read a comic book for better or for worse you know because obviously comic books there's some things about the genre that you can get away with that you can't get away with in other mediums and so for that you know like i said for better or for worse Jeff Johns tells those stories, and you know you either like them or you don't. Um, and so nine times out of ten, I'll come away from a Jeff Johns story and feel good about it. And I think that there are other people that are telling, you know, other um, Superman stories right now that are actually pretty good. Like I, you know, I I did say just not that long ago that Superman stories are hard to tell, and I know that that's a fact because we've had some bad ones in the recent in the recent past but not in the not in the most recent past because i know like greg pack was telling some great S- superman stories and jeff johns was telling some great superman stories and oh man there's somebody else i'm forgetting and i feel bad because i'm sure i'm sure he's listening to the show right now like say my name say my name and i can't think of his name right now but it's you so don't feel bad <laughs> but yeah. anyway it's like you also said they recently depowered him a little, right? Oh, definitely. So well, you have to depower him to tell a good Superman story. I mean, somebody. I so I heard. So I can't remember the name of who said it, but somebody said that the whole reason characters like Batman and even Squirrel Girl mm-hmm. are so popular is not because they're the most powerful because they can defeat the most powerful in an interesting way right because they're you know they don't toe-to-toe they can't do it but they have but they figure out a way to win right right no and that and i think that that is true in a lot of ways and you know i i do feel like like a part of why they depowered superman is for that reason to keep the stories a little bit more interesting but i will say at the same time it's not like it's not a depowering in the same way as we've seen in the past. Like it wasn't like how it was with uh, what's that Superman story called? Uh, it's not Godspeed. What is it? God. The Godfall. One? Godfall. Right. It's not Superman. Godfall. It's not Electric Superman. In these weird stories where it's like, oh, Superman's just not as strong as he used to be, and it's like this is the new status quo for Superman, and we're all like, this is dumb. <laughs> and you know it's like it, it, let, let me put it like this or, the better way to put it is it's not Superman being depowered for the story's sake and feeling not like Superman this is Superman still Superman and being depowered and I don't want to say too much because for those people that haven't read it, it yourselves included that may want to go back and read it it's like I don't want to ruin it because personally it wasn't because uh, there was a huge use story I didn't read the issue but it was a huge news story where he figured out his supernova power. Yeah, it, it was that story. It's that story, and and it's the thing where it's like I don't want to ruin it because it's like you know what? It was a good. It, I mean, it, it was a story that I personally enjoyed. Like it's it's Jeff Johns telling comic book stories, and it was just like oh okay. Like if you're gonna depower Superman, this is the way to do it. Because I mean, does it contradict anything that happened in the? Uh, world's finest. I I mean, 
in in the whole run of world's finest yeah i I don't know joe i don't think so i let me put it like this i doubt it seriously but i don't know because i i don't i don't have world's finest memorized i don't know oh okay and i didn't read the issue but i read about the issue and it was more he was in a battle that against an equal and for some reason he figured out that he could unleash all the solar energy in his body to take out the enemy but that obviously depowers him because he's got to reabsorb solar energy for a while to to get his strength back up that's basically the long and short of it it's superman using his powers in a different way but in a way that we've all like that we all understand how superman's powers work and it's like that last ditch effort where if that didn't do it that's it he's basically Done because yeah, they it's like cool bar. To death. Yeah, we know it's, it's like cool bar. Cool, keep, cool bar from from uh, what is that? I think noise? I think that's Oz's theme music. Oz, come on, give me a break. Is that cool I have, bar I from? Music? I don't know. We hear music from something. Yeah, it's like cool. I, bar. I that's probably Zeno because I keep muting my mic. That's hilarious. From Yu Yu Hakusho, he does a move where he releases all of his spirit energy. Okay. But, I mean, you remember World's Finest when Power Girl was having issues with her powers, like, fluctuating and... Oh, yeah, she had, like, nanites she or was like, didn't she? Right. But Superman goes, and he... Uh, like, they do this whole thing where they talk about, like, him controlling his powers. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a major thing. So I was just wondering if it contradicts anything that happened there. Look, I didn't even realize you were talking about New 52 World's Finest. I thought you were talking about, like, OG World's Finest. What does that have to do with what's going on now? Well, OG World's Finest is Superman and Batman stories. Which, we were talking about which Superman. So I thought you were talking about... Su- I thought you were talking about Superman Not stories. Not necessarily. For a while, it was a superpowered being and a non-powered being. So like Robin and Power Girl, yeah, or but something like that. That's isn't that pre New Fifty Two? Yeah, we don't. T- why, would, why would I be talking about pre New Fifty Two? I mean, I'm just saying. Why would I even assume that you've read any World's Finest from that era? Because it's Superman Batman stories. I don't think you read those. I did. Why would I not read Superman Batman stories? Well, I mean, you could have read them, but I wouldn't know that, and I wouldn't assume it. And I wouldn't even I didn't even think that was possible that you were reading those. Why? <laughs> it's it's because Superman and Batman. We all like Superman and Batman. There's so much you don't know about Superman like about that uh book that I figure you didn't read any of it. There's so much I don't know about Superman and Batman? Yeah. Oh. But I mean oh, I don't know that not that. I thought and, I had a decent knowledge of Superman and Batman, but Well, you don't. <laughs> no, but we've talked it. about you reading like New Fifty Two World's Finest. Oh yeah, but I I just like I just like I didn't realize like Superman's barely in that book. Right, the one time he is is when he's helping Power Girl with their powers. I I didn't realize that that was the book we were talking about because mm-hmm. we were talking about Superman. So in my mind, I was like, well, I went to the book that has Superman in it as opposed to the one that he guest starred in an issue and a half or five issues. Was he in five issues of World's Finest? Yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> like, you don't have to. Yeah. Are, are five full issues? Get out of here. 
Um, there's a trade no, I mean, paperback. I'm not saying that you have to go through it. I'm just saying. I didn't realize. Because what's funny is about Supergirl and... Or Power Girl and, and Huntress. Right. That's why I didn't go there. But there's a... There's a distinct point where it's... Where Batman and Superman are completely involved with... Yeah. They cross them. over. It's just about five issues. It's in more than one trade. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's like... So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. They talk about the powers. Yeah, I don't so think... so I was like, well, does that power thing... Does I'm, I'm pretty sure it doesn't contradict that at all. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea you read Old 52 World Finest. Yeah, I mean, it's Batman Superman stories. I like Batman Superman stories. Complete shock. What? How can you be in shock? Look, listen. There's only, like... Most people... Just say they're not into Superman. And everybody pretty much loves Batman unless you're Tom McFarlane. So it's really, no, really. Wait, like, he doesn't love Batman? No. Really? Tom McFarlane, I mean, he says he doesn't. He was so respectful of him, though, in that crossover. Yeah. I agree. He was trying to cash a check. <laughs> That's probably true, too. But yeah, supposedly he's not a Batman fan. Oh. But again, like you said, he, he let him cross over with his character. Because Tom McFarlane went on record. Like, he's like, oh, he's just a rich guy <laughs> that r- beats up poor people. Like, he was kind of like the first guy that said that. Okay. Yeah. So. Never thought of him that way. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you think of him a little different, doesn't it? No. Batman's the 1%. Like, whenever. The one thing that makes me not, like, not exactly disregard it, but, like, he beat up the Sewer King. And, like, the Sewer King is one of those people that just, he takes advantage of poor people so much that it's, like, it's okay to beat him up. I don't think Batman would have a problem beating up Lex Luthor. No, Batman's definitely punched Lex Luthor before. It's not. See, here's the thing. It's not saying that he won't punch a rich person. It's that it just turns out most of the people he punches are poor. Yeah, but that's not his fault. He's just gonna fight crime. Now, if it, crime happens to be poor, then that's a whole, that's another issue. Well, crime. That's, also, something, that's something Obama needs to fix, not Batman. Crime, crime also happens in the rich community too. Yeah, but it's poor people committing it against the rich. No. That's what Donald Trump thinks. <laughs> I mean, it'd be different if he didn't go after mobsters. What? Mobsters. Yeah, mobsters are rich. They have a lot of money. Listen, mobsters are rich like drug dealers are rich. No, they're richer than drug dealers. Some mobsters can be richer than drug dealers, but it's not like they didn't grow up rich the romans richer than drug dealers i mean a lot a lot of the mobsters that batman fought were rich enough to buy gotham pd well they're rich enough at that point but you're there's a difference between people that have been rich and stay rich and people that commit crimes as a matter of fact if if we we say that when batman started he went after the mobsters who were rich 
enough to buy Gotham PD, then we're saying he started off punching the rich, and once they were taken care of, then he moves on, on to the poor. So really, he took out the he took out the one percent, and then started to go to the rest of the world. It's like Batman's not fighting Bernie Madoff, but he could. Who? Bernie Madoff. I'm not familiar. Really, really, Enron. That's that's really. No, it's not Enron. Is that Enron? What is it? No, he's the one that had uh, fake retirement plans and yeah. stock deals for, for rich people. Is that Enron? Bernie Madoff ripped off rich people, too, by the way, not just the poor. Oz, listen, yeah, there's some people that had money that Bernie Madoff ripped off, but he ripped off more per- poor people. Right, but Bernie Madoff didn't murder people. What? What? what that is? goes after murder. Well, but that's the whole point that I'm making. Where it's like, but that's not. You can't blame Bruce Wayne for for going after pe- murder suspects. Yeah, that's like that's Obama's fault. Why? Why is it that? Like, so you're you're basically saying that that if. You basically, if you murder somebody, that's worse than like totally taking all the money that they have. Because if you take some all of the money somebody has, not only do they have legal recourse, but they're still alive. They don't have. And a lot, and they don't have legal say recourse. That as long as you have your health, you're the richest man in the world. <laughs> that's a lie. It's a lie, but it, it, people buy it, so. You can convince somebody that they're lucky because they're alive. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Money I'm not, which money can be regained. I'm not saying that, like, if you, if, if the, the difference was, like, I would I rather you rob me of all the money I have than kill me? Yes. But they're both wrong. And it's not like you can mess around and say, like, oh, Bernie Madoff is not a terrible person because he didn't take no, his lives. He's definitely, see, it's not that he's I not mean, a terrible re- person. Re- realistically, you go after the worst crimes first. But, but, you go after the serial killer because well, yeah, but, murder is a worse crime than theft. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. It's not like Batman is beating up serial killers mostly. Most of the people he's doing are people that are robbing people. I, I, would, beat up I, would, I would point out that all the major Batman villains are... Serial murderers. They've all killed a lot of people. No, oh, that's not true. The Joker really? is a serial murderer. The Riddler isn't. The Penguin isn't. Even Killer. I think, oh, the Penguin is definitely a serial murderer. The, if not by his own hand, by his command. Listen, the Penguin is a mobster. He's his purpose isn't to kill people. He's trying to make moves to take control. Does he kill Wait, people sometimes? Yeah, I'll, I'll, sure, but that's I'll, not what he's there for. He's not the Joker. But that, that still counts as serial murder. If he ordered it, then you nah, cut the head of the snake. Nah, you're talking crazy talk now. You're trying to prove your point instead of looking at what the facts are. It's like, it's not like... I l- think mobsters count as maybe not serial murderers what? in that sense, but... Let they- me put it like this. Would, would mobsters kill people if they would just give up their money or their power? What, the people? Answer the question. Would a mobster kill somebody if they would give up their money or their power? Yes. I don't think that's true. I know it's not true because there's been plenty of real world facts where it's like when somebody just backs down and like capitulates, they mess around and become a part of their gang. 
It's not like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that mobsters won't kill people because they definitely will. But mostly it's because you have two alpha male type people and this dude just won't be like, okay, you know what? You got more dudes than me. You tell, you tell me a mobster won't kill a guy for, for messing up a deal? Well, of course a mobster would kill a guy for messing up a deal, but... Well, I mean, if the guy apologizes, then he's capitulating, right? Dude, no, no, that's a different thing. It's like a mobster does that because he has to make an example of the guy. But he's not doing that because he likes to kill people. And it's not about whether the mobster would or would not do. The mobsters in the Batman universe all kill people. Yeah, but it's like, look, you're, the way you're saying it, it's like, okay, if I'm a drunk driver and I kill people, then I'm a serial killer too. It's like, I've done it twice. And it's like, I'll go out and drink and drive again. It's like, that's not a serial killer. That's a different thing. It doesn't make it any less worse. It's just a different thing. If somebody that's irresponsible, they probably really just have a problem with alcohol. And that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's a, that's a disease, so therefore it's not, not a. It's, it. it's not. I mean, you could say it's a disease, but I'm saying it's not. It's a different thing. I, the, the it's not the. It's, a it's not the Joker, is what I'm saying. The Joker kills people for fun, and that's not what mobsters are doing. Mobsters aren't killing people for fun. And when you talk about Batman's rogue gallery, it's like a lot of them aren't killing people for fun. You have friggin' the Man Bat. That fool's not killing people for fun. He's killing people for food. You know what I'm saying? You got Killer Croc. This fool just right, wants to be left alone. Help, Killer and Croc man. will probably not. Help Killer Croc. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy's not trying to kill people for fun. Harley Quinn. Even Harley Quinn's not really trying to kill people for fun. Yeah, it depends on her mood. Oh, Poison Ivy wasn't killing people for fun, but she was killing people for... Like, Hitler wasn't killing people for fun either. He was killing people because he was like, oh, well, this is what's going to solve all our problems. That's yeah. what Poison Ivy thinks. Bernie, Bernie Madoff all is the, the plant problems will be solved if we kill all the people Bernie Madoff is the Enron guy by the way just so you know I thought he was just the Ponzi scheme way after Enron the, 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 the Ponzi scheme was Enron and a no, Ponzi scheme Enron a, was way before Mer- Madoff Oz, I'm, I'm looking at it on the internet oh cause the internet's always truthful okay alright Okay. No, I mean it's a Ponzi. I mean a Ponzi scheme's a thing, but okay, got. So you know, yeah, it's like mobsters. Like mobsters become rich, the same way drug dealers or gangbangers can become rich. But I mean, they start off poor, right? I mean, we can at least say that, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same as like a white collar person, like just deciding to steal money. Whether it be millions of dollars from multiple people or hundreds of millions of dollars from multiple people. It's like, those are criminals too, but Batman doesn't seem to go after those people is what I'm saying. Hmm. And, and there's a difference. Like, you know, yeah, I might be a drug dealer. I might have $100,000 under my bed, but that doesn't mean I'm rich. It's like, I have $100,000 under my bed. I can't even necessarily just, well, I guess I can spend it because it's cash, but... It's like, I'm not the dude that has hundreds of millions of dollars that's committing basically the same crime in a different way on a bigger scale, but Batman's not going to smash through his windows and beat up all his friends. It's like, you know, like that oh, guy, yeah. that it, guy it, was, was in was in the crash of 01 and Madoff was in 08, so it was way after. Okay. 
that guy is like, you know, he was the chairman of NASDAQ. Okay. Like I could just be at that drug dealer's house and not even be like a criminal, but I get punched the same way. Everybody does. Like we could have grew up together. He could have been like, it's my birthday. Come hang out. And then when Batman smashes through the skylight and I get punched in the mouth, I'm like, what the hell's happening? You know what I mean? Like I could have just. So that's your fault for associating with a criminal. I've known him my whole if, life. It's if, not if like the cops. If the cops but, stop you and the guy driving pulls out a gun, guess what? They're just gonna shoot at the car. Yeah, but that doesn't make it okay. I'm not a criminal. I just happen to be there. I'm I'm a victim as much as anybody else. Guilty by association, my friend. Right, but that that's wrong. You understand that, right? Like. <laughs> It's like you said that, it, you said it like that America. makes it okay. That makes it that doesn't make it okay. Like I was just at the house. I don't even know what he does. I may not even know he's a drug dealer. You're like, well, you know, you're black and you're there, so <laughs> or oh, both good points. <laughs> so it's like, dude, I'm just saying I was there, yeah, but I didn't know this guy did any of that stuff. All I know is this fool throws amazing parties and he invites me. I don't know why he wants me there. I don't do anything criminal. I just showed up to the party tonight. And all I'm saying is there's other parties that are happening in in on rooftops of buildings that Batman can get into easier and punch all of those people and none of them are going to shoot at him. And he never does that. Oh, if Batman wouldn't punch everybody, he would punch everybody coming at him. I don't know. If, that's you're, true. if, you're, if you're an innocent person and you run the fuck away... He's not going to come after you because he's busy handling the guys that are trying to beat him up. Wait, are you telling me that if I'm a person at the friggin' drug dealer party and I start running, you don't think Batman's going to throw a batarang at me? I think not if happen. he's busy with everybody coming at him. Not dude. Batman has a friggin' ridiculous attention span. Batman's going to make sure he gets everyone there. It's like it's not and like, you'll, and you'll have your day in court. You see, but that's the thing. Why do I even need a day in court? I didn't do anything wrong. I was at a party. Well, you didn't do anything, so prove it. What? Well, I don't have to prove it. I'm innocent until proven guilty. Not guilty until proven innocent. And, uh, and we're thinking of the same America. When you hit me in the back with a batarang, that doesn't make it seem like, oh, like, oh, well, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying Batman, like, if Batman knows everybody at the party, I trust Batman's judgment. But if Batman doesn't know everybody there and he just starts punching away and throwing batarangs, I'm sure that there's a guy or two that Batman hit in the back with a batarang and he's like, you didn't have to do this to me. <laughs> Batman is is NYPD. <laughs> stop, instead of stopping frisk, it's stopping batarang. Running batarang. <laughs> running batarang. It's messed up. It's messed up. Yeah. By the way, Guy Gardner is considered a sentinel in the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, there you go, Joe. That's what you want to He's all, the only person he answers to are the Guardians. Yeah, alright. I could do that. It's kind of like being a Spectre. In Mass Effect? Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, we should also talk about friggin' God Eater. 
because we haven't got. Oh, yeah, we haven't got a chance to do that yet. All right. Um. So I don't know. I mean, do you want me to talk about this, or do you want to talk about it, Joe? I think you should. Are you talking about the anime? We are. Yeah. Oh, good lord, this anime! <laughs> I forgot Zeno was still on. Did wait? Say what? I forgot Zeno was still on the phone. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, God Eater's an anime, and uh, it seems at least it's based on a on a video game, right? Yeah, yeah. This is like a side story to the actual real uh, video game. Yeah, and so God Eater Gaiden. <laughs> God Eater Gaiden, indeed. And so, um, God Eater is about. This uh, this well, it, it centers around this this kid named uh, Lenka, and Lenka is a quote unquote new type. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what that means yet, but I'm sure. I will. Yeah, it's different for every anime, but they use the term new type in almost every single yeah <laughs> any any show that requires somebody to be a different physically. Right, they use type somewhere in there. But it's a it's a it's takes place in a world where there are these these uh, things that they call uh, aragami and aragami are like these monster type things um, aragami I think translates to demon oh yeah yeah I don't know Japanese I'm not 100% sure but that that name kind of sounds like that okay you might be right but um, and it, it kind of it almost has like a little bit of a of an Attack on Titan kind of feel because you have like these settlements of people that get attacked by this by these Aragami and it's just like basically like monsters coming through the gates and rampaging through the cities and um, you have like uh, like teams of people that are made to fight them, and and um, like and I guess that's what the God Eaters are basically, right? Like, right? They they fight the Aragami, and they have these things called God Arcs that are like swords, and or I don't and know. Guns. Actually, yeah, I was I guess I guess they can't just be swords because. Some of them are guns, some of them are swords, and uh, you they use them to go and fight the Aragami. The new types actually get... Um, You're about to spoil, Joe? You're about to spoil? Yeah. It's not really a spoiler, I guess. It well, happens in, like, the second, third episode or so. It happens in the first episode, probably. The new, uh, the new types get transforming weapons. But yeah, they get the Swiss Army gun. But, but that's, like, the whole thing of the first episode. No, it's not. It's not? No. So what's the whole thing of the first episode? Now that would be a spoiler. Well, I, I watched it. I don't even know. I, I thought that was the whole thing of the first episode. Is that the, first, the whole thing of the first episode? Uh-uh. Oh. And I don't and the whole thing of the first episode was showing the, the, the party, so to speak. Yeah, I don't want to spoil the first episode, but I'll, I'll tell you after. But yeah, no. the whole point of the first episode is not the gun transforming. It's a character introduction, basically. So. Oh, okay. See, for me, 
I was like, oh, I didn't know that could happen. And so I thought that that was the, the, the thing for the first episode. But <laughs> the thing apparently is something different. Like, I, I have a sneaky suspicion that I'm going to disagree with both of you on what the thing of the first episode was. Because mm. one thing happens and it's like, I figured that was going to happen. The other thing, I was like, I didn't even know that was a possibility. And maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, it, it's about Len, uh, uh, Lenka and, of course, the people that he gets introduced to and about him wanting to be, like, ready to go out there and, and fight the Aragami and him needing to, like, be trained first before he can go out there. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of like a standard fare kind of anime thing where you're like, you know. And this whole thing is tropey, man. Yeah, it is. But but not in a bad way, though. I mean. I don't know, I, I don't know about that. That's it's up for debate whether yeah. it's good or bad. I don't, I don't feel like it's tropey in a bad way because it, it feels like it, it's definitely your standard fare as far as anime is concerned. But. It doesn't feel like, oh, it's going to stay standard fare. It's like, it's a first episode. And so, I mean, and I will say, like, the art style for the anime is like, I mean, it, I don't know if I would say it's standard, because I feel like it was good. Like, the art was really good, and it was, you know, they have like... I like the designs for the monsters. The designs I thought those were really good. The designs for the monsters are interesting. I think the character design is pretty good, too. I mean, it's not like... It, it, it it's not like in one sense, like you're. It's not breaking new ground, but it's done well. I guess that's really where I'm coming from, in the sense that it doesn't. I don't look at the characters and feel like they're boring, or I don't look at them and feel like, oh, this is what every anime character looks like, which happens in a lot of anime that I watch. Where I'm like, that's just what anime characters look like, you know. But uh, that happens in this one too. See, but that's the thing where I don't feel like I feel like it's done better because yes they do look like standard anime characters but the best standard anime characters or the better end of it versus the lower end where it's like if there were no symbols on that outfit I don't know if I would know if they were in this anime or that anime it's like I feel they're distinctive enough where you're like oh those are the god eater guys and and I think that that's worth noting personally and also, too, they happen to have, like, some decently dynamic angles, <laughs> which, you know, I mean, I think, I think anime and manga are known for having, like, they try to take angles in, I guess, to an extreme in comparison to American comics and cartoons, and, um... I think that this does that as well. Whereas, like, I was watching it and I was like, huh, it's a very anime angle. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, you know, they're like, they took the shot directly from the bottom of the, of the boot. <laughs> you know, where it's like, it's not worm's eye view. It's like, I stepped on the worm. And then when it, when I took the step, the second step and my foot came off of what was left of the worm before it was dead, it looked up. It was like, <laughs> this is the shot. <laughs> like, that's what it is. It's like, well, those shots. And I'm like, can't be mad at that. That's very anime of you to do. I'm like, I was happy I was here. 
Um, you know, you're not going to get anything out this initial ep or this initial episode that you're going to be like, or at least I don't think you're going to get anything out of the initial episode where you're going to be like, man, I was blown away. <laughs> but I think it's more than enough for you to be like, I'll watch the next episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, like, there, like throughout it, I definitely like, and I don't know, maybe because, maybe because Attack on Titan is the last anime that I probably watched that I was like, I really felt like I was into. It's like, for whatever reason, this felt like it was trying to emulate that a little bit in some ways, but not in any of the bad ways. <laughs> so just like, eh. You know, I will say, just the Circular City reminded me of Attack on Titan, mm -hmm. but I actually got, like, a huge, um, Total Eclipse feel from it. Which, which, uh, anime is that? It's the one about the monsters, like, basically, people are scattered throughout, and the different nations are, uh, training their mech pilots to fight these oh. aliens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But I, I like the designs uh, for this better, though. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something, something about the designs of this are so unbelievably tropey and fanservice-y that it turns me off, really. Now, when you say fanservice-y, are you talking about... Um, like, how far, How many episodes have you got in, Mr. Young? I, I've only watched the first episode. Okay, so... Once you well, they already start to show up as far as the fan service, but it gets to an extreme once the other new type shows up. Oh, okay. So, so and you're talking then, about like and then it's TNA. Like, well, it's mainly they're going for. I guess the the game looks the same way, but the issue I have is these guys are fighting creatures that tear people asunder, mm -hmm. but yet they're still fashionable. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but you can say the same thing about American comics, right? Well, I mean, to a degree, but they're portraying a post-apocalyptic, and they're the only unit that can go out and do this, that, and the other thing, but yet they're still dressed like they went to the gap. It's like, <laughs> are you serious? Not even, like, something that looks like it's padded so you can roll on the ground or anything. You know, it's not functional at all. That annoys me. I can't, I can't mess I around. I the and same thing in American comics and... American cartoons, so... Why can't I... I, well, I, can, I can... The disbelief is there when I'm looking at, like, a superhero or something else like that. But they're portraying a slightly more sci-fi, gritty, you know, atmosphere. So I would, I would expect in, you know, the detail that they put in everything, but honestly, like, to... I, I don't... I'm trying to avoid spoilers, but yeah. if you're at 20,000 feet you're wearing more than what these people are wearing. Why can't I save the world and my sense of style at the same time? Because the two don't go together when it's 20 below zero where you're fighting. Maybe you just need to figure out a better way to fight people and look good, <laughs> you know? Like, that might, have to, that might have to do with your lack of imagination. It, it, you would at least put out a coat, is all I'm saying. Look, you know what? You might need to change the design of your beanie. <laughs> I know there are definitely anime out there where I'm like, this is just too fan servicey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this one is not one of them. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it's not as bad as some other shows are. 
But for how gritty like, this is, this is more fan If you want to talk to me about Ikitosin, maintain a good feel for me. Gotcha. If you want to tell me Ikitosin has too much fan service, or I don't watch Ikitosin for that same reason. Aika has too much fan service. Like we could yeah, have a conversation Ikitosin about I that. I don't watch because it's fan servicey in the story make. It'll, mainly because the story makes no sense, and I don't care for it. But oh, yeah, that's just because you have That's just because you don't know the source material. Word. No, I don't know. I don't, I've never no, watched. Ikitosin is based on the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, but everyone's like a high school, mostly girls, couple guys. Gotcha. Yeah, like all the girls in all the characters in there represent characters from from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms gotcha. for no reason, gotcha. other than to tell a story. So, so Jay, you well, that's everything. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, but. The fan service, it's not like this, they were infested by their spirits. It just They just happen to represent these characters as all. So well, it's like, no. Eh, that, that's know. not true. They're actually reincarnations. Oh, they are? You know, I don't watch the show, so how would I know? So. That's what we're saying, Zeno. You don't know. And that's why your beanie sucks. Okay. Well. No, no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't, I've never seen your beanie. I'm sure it's beautiful. And probably very, like, like utilitary? Did I say that right? No. Damn it. Utilization? Utilitarian. Bam! That's what I said. That's what I said the first time. Utilitarian. Dang. Get I up. don't know. If, if, Get if, up if all, they would have actually verbiage. looked like they actually wearing some body armor or something, that's all I would have. That would have maintained my suspension of disbelief for I, that show. I will say, I, I do like remember in the first episode, like, Lenka, like, like tosses the coat off and I was just like why does he take that coat with him <laughs> no I really felt that way I was like he's going outside <laughs> like he'll probably need that coat and he did he did and I was just like if he had a jacket on it would have been a whole different thing well not a whole different but he would have been better off with the jacket on and I don't understand I was like what made him feel like you know what? I'm gonna go do this. I gotta take this jacket off. And then there's the side, the fact that you know, well, it's 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 a Japanese giant sword, so it doesn't follow rules at all. But still, it's no, like the Buster sword. No, should it? That's how he's swinging it around with one hand. But you know, no, man, that's just in disbelief. Look, just because he's stronger than you, Zeno, don't don't hate on him. <laughs> don't hate on him. He's got the power of materia. <laughs> materia. <laughs> Look, sh- shout out to Oz for a Final Fantasy VI reference. I will say something. Damn it! You it is seven. Holder has my favorite sword, my favorite Japanese like anime Wait, who sword. Who does? UQ Holder. Oh, okay. The side stick. It basically like can change its density. Like, it's amazing. See, I always liked Roroni Roroni Kenshin sword because it was like a blunted bladed side, but if he needed to kill a fool, he just flips it over. Well, you can do that with a normal sword, too. <laughs> it's just reversed for some reason. Yeah. That's I think you could actually buy a reverse sword like that, and it was badass when it got yeah, yeah. around, swung it at people. <laughs> How's that here committing crimes? <laughs> well, cause you're not going to hurt them. It's blunted. You better hope Batman doesn't come and punch you in the face. <laughs> Dude, if you swing that hard enough, you'll it. break bones just as good, man. Do I look like I could break a bone? Yep. Like I said earlier, it's all mental with me. Look, a sword is really just a sharp bat. 
So, so if you don't hit him with the sharp end, it's like hitting him with a bat that's really thin, but of the same weight. It's ridiculous. You've never seen my arms. Here's wait. Here's here's like I'll, I'll take it back on this one. PVC pipes do hurt. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Jay, you saw God Eater. What would you rate it? Um, I would give it a four out of five. Interesting. Like I like the designs. I like the story. Um. I like, like you say, it's tropey, but I definitely don't see that as bad in this case. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So far, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I want to see more. That's fair. I think I would give it a three point five out of out of, and I, and I think that's me being a little generous, but but generous in a sense that you know I liked it. Like I liked it, and I want to watch another episode or two or or four. <laughs> so it's like, you know, yeah. yeah the, the anime is well done. The story seems to have some legs to it. Yeah. Although the the other like the plot and the well, not so much the plot, but the way they have it, the setting and the fan service stuff turns it off for me. But other than that, it's a solid, you know, seasonal show. Yeah, I mean, I feel like as soon as as soon as the show's over, I'll forget all about it. But, that you know. and that might be true, but I feel like if you like anime, you'll probably like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's something to watch. I mean, now that I've discovered that they this is actually like the seasonal broadcast, they actually make anime for one season. Yeah, so they can have four in the same time slot. So it'll be like a one shot twenty six episode and end hard. So mm-hmm. the moment it ends, I'll forget all about it. <laughs> Zeno's like it's forgettable. I promise you. No, I'm watching the other <laughs> anime that are got my attention way above this one. So. Gotcha. Well, you you should make sure that next week you need to, to call in and let us know what those are too. I already told you about them. Oh, oh Lord. well, then you should not tell us any more about those because you've already <laughs> done it. I actually meant to go look at Overlord uh, this past. You better week. go watch Overlord. But I will. Show is I will. Phenomenal. I will because it's been look. It's been on. It's been on my radar where I'm like, okay, I got to make sure. And I didn't get to it before today's show, but screw on your radar in your sights. Mm, there it is. He's like Shoot on, on target. On target. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you calling from, and what you want to talk about. I'm Derek. I'm calling from California. That's Secret big, Wars. That's a big place. What, California? Yeah. It's the third largest state in the Union. By, by, uh, by, by size. Is it only the third largest? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I know Texas. Alaska, Alaska Texas, oh. and then uh, California. I always forget about Alaska. It doesn't touch. It doesn't touch. Wait, you forget about Alaska? What? The president's going up there. You should be up on your black president business, man. You know, just because black people do things doesn't mean I have to know about it. I don't ever feel that way. I don't, you know. I understand. Well, you didn't get your memo? You didn't get a memo? There was somebody. Poli- the, the weekly text message. Politician. He didn't know about the politician going up there. Like, the weekly text message. I'm just saying, just because he's a black president doesn't mean <laughs> I have to be. I have to be aware of his every move. And that's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. Vote this young. I'm just saying. Instead, it, instead, of, an, no instead of an Amber Alert, I got to. Uh, a, I got a cinnamon alert a on my beige, phone this morning telling me about what Obama's doing. A beige alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't have to know his every move. It's like, I, don't get me wrong, I like him. I think he's a great president. I don't have to know where he is every moment of the day. Man, you can't mess with this guy at all. Just roll with the joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm just saying, 
white people act like the, that that's true like they're like you have he's your president isn't he i know that's why it's funny when we do it and i'm like no man like guess what I, he's my president like he's your president <laughs> however it's like i've never messed around and like had a president that whose policies i disliked and be like oh well that's not my president that's never happened we're all a president. we're all american like he's our president whether we like him or not <laughs> you know until like, trump gets in then we'll see how you feel Hey. That ain't gonna happen. Listen, I don't think it'll happen either. But if it does happen, guess what? If he's the president, he's the president. You know what? Well, politics can't pop into the show. Uh, let's. Yeah, I believe Derek was mentioning something about the Secret Wars. Derek, are you reading Secret Wars? Not anymore. I'm done with that piece of crap. What? How can you say Is Secret Wars over? How can no? How can you be like Secret Wars is a piece of crap? It's been a fantastic. I'm five. I'm five months in it, and nothing's happened. I'm done. I disagree with you, they, Derek. They tricked me. And, they, and, and on top of that, I realized that this is a way for Marvel to do all the little uh, alternative storylines they want to do. Right. And still says canon. Good for you, but I can't get into any of those things because I know that before the end of the year, everybody's going to get their mind wiped and everything's going back to how it was uh, uh, seven months ago. You don't know that. So. I do know that. You do know. know that. I know that for a fact. Everybody's getting my. Really, they're gonna, they're gonna make a new universe, and the only people up, the only people on it's gonna use one planet with this one people. No, Battle no. Wars getting uh, torn apart. A new universe is gonna be created, but you still need. We still need to have the the crawl, the scroll, oh, and the Cree. The scroll and the Kree and Than- Thanos and, right. and all those other races and the uh, Star Jam, all that stuff needs to still have the Guardians, all that stuff needs to still be there. So they're going to do a whole uh, reboot. And well, I'm that's done. All so all this stuff is just a waste of time. And on top of that, they're taking their time to get there. There's nothing happening in that goddamn book, and I'm sick of it. I pay, they, they charge me $3.99 every month for me to read about Doctor Doom, uh, uh, about to do something. And start do something. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, 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 Doctor Strange died. Uh, I think in like episode four, issue four, in like half a panel. Like it wasn't no big, no, no big battle or nothing. He's like, oh no, he's dead now. What? That's it? Yeah, he's dead. Well, you know he's stupid. You know, stupid. I can't take it no more. You know he fucked up. Isn't, isn't Secret Wars mostly focused on Earth? So why would it affect the Kree, the Scrolls? No, no, see, no. You're behind. You're behind, Oz. You understand that? In behind? The, you, you make it seem like a read Marvel. In in the Secret War storyline that's going on right now, there is only Battle World. There is nothing else. So there's no like. I mean, there are things that circle Battle World. But beyond that, there's pretty much nothing. Like there is no like alien race. There no are no other universes. Not like well, in this universe, there's only Battle World. No, all other universes have been destroyed too. So there's no galaxy. All of existence everywhere. There's only Battle World. But Spider-Man gets his black costume, right? Yeah, of course. I don't. I mean, got set up toys. Yes and no. <laughs> you know, but here's the thing, though. Derek is like Doctor Strange fought God. What? What? How long do you want that fight to be? Yeah, that whole God thing, that got on my nerves quick. Like, okay, okay. Uh, the first part, Doom uh, pronounced himself God in the first issue. But then, 
everybody should be like, yeah, no, we're not going with that. But instead, everybody's like, even Doctor Strange's like, oh, that, well, he's God, so we're going to do. Like, really, really, Stephen Strange, like, well, you know, well, you were there when, he, when that all went down, so that kind of got him. And the whole God's just a guy with a mask walking around, like, he, he didn't think that was going to cause any, no, nobody's questioning that. People are questioning that. Yeah, it sounds like you need to just bring back the Beyonder and be done with it. No, yeah. why didn't you just redo? All they had to do was redo the uh, the the '80s version of no. Secret Wars. Just redo that. Just redo it. No, but here's with the new, with, with, a new, with, with a new characters. Doctor Strange actually fight God or somebody pretending to be God? No, no it was it was no because that's because in this goofy universe, Doctor Doom is God. Understand? You guys are saying why didn't they just redo the story? They kind of are, but because Doom actually usurped the powers of the Beyonder, Doom is the Beyonder. And he is all-powerful. And so, when you're Doctor Strange and you're messing around and going directly against Doom, the fight doesn't take long because it's like he has all the power. And he just erased that fool. No, no, that makes no sense either because he killed him because Doctor Strange was like, I'm going to scatter all these people so you can't find them. And he scattered them. And he was like, oh, tell me where they are. Like, Bitch, you're supposed to be God. But he's we need to tell you where they we are. You know he's not God. No. He's the, he's the Beyonder. The Beyonder's not God. The Beyonder's not omniscient. He's omnipotent, which is different. I don't like this. I don't like the story. <laughs> you, I'm not. I'm not saying that you can't like the story, Derek, because you can. You can definitely dislike it, but like you can't. It. You can't be like, oh, well, just to retell the Beyonder story, because it's like, well, they kind of are. I was excited. <laughs> I was excited about this, and they they lied to me. I, I feel like I, at least convergent something happened. Oh, how dare you? Going on. How dare you, Derek? Convergence is terrible. It's nonsensical, and there's no reason. Convergence is the comic book equivalent of a Little Wayne album. It's just like nonsensical. Like all you just said and, and re- replace Convergence with Secret Wars. No, and I'm with you no. All the way. Secret Wars, you know exactly what's happening and why. You know what was more interesting? Spider Verse. Just make Spider Verse the big thing. Spider- I was enjoying that. Spider Verse. Like Spider Verse is in Secret Wars. You can go read that. No. Oh, oh, I mean the whole Spider-Verse story. About them going to different Spider-Verses and meeting different Spider-Peoples. I like that. That was fun. Spider-Verse number one, Secret Wars. And everybody's dying. And What happens when at the end of this thing, in in three months, uh, they go back? Is everybody just going to have a big, giant mental breakdown because they realize the entire universe is dead? How about what's going to happen there? Like, I'm not sure. I'll tell you this. I know you say everybody's mind's going to be wiped. I don't believe that's true. I think that some people's minds will be wiped, but I think there will be people that remember the universe from before. Could you, could, how would, I know, look, I'm a fairly strong, strong mentally. I know I'm one of the strongest, men, uh, strongest minds around. I understand that. All right, Professor but X. If, if you told me that, like, yesterday, there was an entire universe of now. I don't even even know if there's life on other planets. I was telling you, just tell me there was an entire universe of of billions of galaxies, and each galaxy had billions of stars. And on top of that, there were billions of universes on top of that. And now all of that's been destroyed, and there's only this one planet Earth. I would have a mental breakdown. I couldn't handle it. Well, hold on. Well, Why you, would you even care? 
Wait, well, here's the thing, Derek. If I told you that, you wouldn't believe me. You would just think I was a crazy person. I, I look. I can look up in the sky and see there's no no stars. But you no wouldn't, you wouldn't know any different. But they're gonna have to tell. You can't. They can't go through the rest of the rest of the uh, rest of Marvel time. Oh, I don't think that's gonna happen. On this one planet. I think the, nobody knowing about others. That just can't happen. I believe the multiverse will return before or by the end of Secret Wars. I believe that will happen. Very much. Yep. But see what but, I'm saying? But, so it's all for nothing. No, no. I, I why say why should I waste my time reading Battle World? Why should I waste my time reading any of this other crap that they're trying to stick that stuff down in my throat that I know is gonna get erased? Because some uh, characters two, will two was okay. At least it took you five years to erase everything. Look, <laughs> I, I, give me a good five years. You don't give me no four months of crap and then erase everything. I'm not doing that. Because I think that some of the characters like here's the thing with Secret Wars. I think some of the changes from some of the characters that we love will be directly a direct result from Secret Wars. I think some of the characters that we've met in Secret Wars will be in the all-new, all-different Marvel Universe. And I also think that some characters that we haven't seen in a long time will will be in the all-new, all-different Marvel Universe maybe because of what happened in Secret Wars, or maybe they'll just be there. I don't know. And that, that, if you want to take umbrage with when it happens, I, could, I can get with you on that a little bit. But I think that Marvel will give us a reason because Marvel does that. As opposed to Convergence, which is just random things that happened and had no consequence and literally felt like it only happened because DC had to move their offices from New York to California. Which is sad. The mouse is behind all of this. But I know that. How can... How do, uh, it's the like, mouse want, got tired of people telling them that the movies are wrong or it's not it, it's, this is a canon or that character shouldn't act like this or these this should happen in the movies because this happened and the mouse was like guess what it's all gone we did it with we did it with Star Wars the hell if we can't do it with Marvel that's exactly what it is this is their way of destroying the the extended universe so that the only canon are the movies. They did it They did it before, and they're doing it again. And don't tell me they didn't do it before, because that's exactly what they did. If They're doing it now with Marvel. If you want to say that this is how Marvel is making the comics in line with the movies to... It's destroying the comics to make sure they're only the movies. To now when people say, well, how does how did, how did Iron Man start out? They're not going to have all that... All, all that crap about uh, in the past. They're gonna say, oh, in Iron Man, in, in the first Iron Man movie, he was this and this and this. That's how everything's gonna start. Well, how did the Avengers come about? None of this stuff that happened in the early seventies. None of that is gonna be like, well, uh, Captain uh, uh, Captain America, who wasn't even part of the goddamn Avengers, uh, he started it with the with, with Nick Fury and blah blah blah. That's what. That's the movies are the new canon. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case. Because it's all because of Secret Wars. I don't feel like when we come out. Well, let me tell you. I know for a fact that when we come out of Secret Wars, that they're going to be like, "Oh, the origin of the Avengers is what happened in the movies." Because the Avengers aren't even going to be those Avengers. Like the the Avengers are going to still be, uh, 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 friggin' Sam Wilson's Captain America, and they're going to be. Uh, uh, friggin' Jane, uh, Jane Foster's Thor and Iron Man, but you know, like, I guess, uh, superior ish Iron Man. 
that story shit ain't gonna last either. Just watch. Wait till Ragnarok comes out. See how, see how long Jane Foster well, gets to be Thor. But but I mean, you can say that, but you can't knock it for what it is now, right? I mean, it's not like you to say like to say, oh well, Jane Foster's not gonna be Thor forever. It's like okay, well, nobody feels like Jane Foster's gonna be Thor forever. The same way how you know uh, Donald Blake wasn't Thor forever, and it's just like. They're still telling a story, and it's still she's going to be Thor for at least a couple years. It's like, what what do you want to happen? Like, you want her to be Thor forever, or yes. would you prefer her never to have been Thor at all? Like, what's yes? But you want either one of those? But either one of them. Don't give me change. Don't give me change, and then and, and then have have new change away from me, and then have other change. <laughs> don't change. Don't things. give me change, and then change it. No, don't change it, and then change it right back. Well, I don't want to put it on the swing. I can't take all this back and forth. But we don't know what take the back and forth. We don't necessarily know what the next version of Thor is going to be. Tell you what the next version is going to be. Yeah, it's going to go back to Thor Ordinson, man. Just like it was yeah. when Thunderstrike took it. Just like when they did with Beta Ray Bill. You know, it, dude, I mean, comics maybe. do not change. I mean, comics. Anytime they show me a single picture, back. show me a single image, a single uh, spy photo, a single paparazzi of uh, Natalie Portman in a gym lifting weights, and I'll say, okay, maybe she's going to be throwing Ragnarok, and that <laughs> no. so this new Thor is going to be. But that ain't going to happen. I'm not saying. Look, listen. She's I'm still not, skinny. I'm not saying. Isn't she? Wait, hold on. Isn't in the comics? Isn't non-Thor? Natalie Portman's character like cancerous and dying where when she has the power of Thor it looks like a totally different person yeah so it could they could do that in the movies they could have or have Ronda Rousey show up in, in the Thor costume and then she turns back into Natalie Portman Damn. yes which is what people thought that is which is what people thought Ronda is short as hell that would I'm be sure I, that would like, work. I like that idea like friggin the new Thor is not super tall you know, I would I would love Ronda Rousey to be Thor and then Natalie Portman to be like cancerous Jane Foster. That's actually a fun idea. Here's the thing though. It's like you guys act as if uh uh Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans or Robert Daddy Jr. are gonna be these characters forever in these oh, movies. They're, they're gonna they're not gonna be these characters after basically all their next Downey's pretty much done. But that know? name, those characters because there's there's gonna be somebody it's not like oh uh, uh, Michael Keaton isn't playing Batman anymore, so Batman is no longer Bruce Wayne. Batman is always going to be Bruce Wayne. Uh, just because Chris Evans isn't playing uh, Captain America, Captain America is still going to be Steve Rogers. Not necessarily. Uh, actually, be, I would debate that. Yeah, part, not I necessarily. Captain America is going to be Bucky next. Right, probably. They're going to get another guy. They're going to get another guy to play uh, Tony Stark. They're going to get another guy to play uh, Thor. See, uh, I don't, I don't agree with there's you. There's no way they're going to have a communist murderer be Captain America unless, well, if Trump is president, then yeah. But <laughs> if, if, if otherwise, that commie murderer cannot be the symbol of America. It's so like Bucky Barnes. Allow it. Bucky, Bucky, Bucky Barnes. Barnes is a communist murderer. They're like not, it's not, not by choice. Well, look, not, not, not about choice. He has bodies on him. In the movies, he's seen as a victim, not as. Not what? as no, absolutely. Okay. In Captain America, okay. when you get to Captain America: Civil War, nobody's gonna look at Bucky and be like, "Oh man, that fool's a I communist." Will. Well, that's because I still do. That's because you read comic books, Derek. Not because you watch <laughs> yeah. these movies. As soon as Steve Rogers hugs 
Bucky and says, "My my buddy, you're back." That's it. We forgive him. He's yeah. He's seen as a he's seen as a tragic character, yes. not as he's seen as a victim, not as a murderer. And he, he was, was when, he, when he takes on Captain America, he would be trying to redeem himself for what he's done in the past. This fool, and this by fool. the way, he didn't murder a whole lot of people because he didn't get activated until that second Captain America movie. Really? It was only because, activated. Uh, uh, because Black Widow yeah. was like, look, I'm even scared of this guy. Yeah, no, no. Like, he, going, he going, has, so that's a scary guy. He has bodies on him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they just mention that he was an agent, not that he's been... Uh, they don't show him killing a whole bunch of people, and, and that's probably why, because he'll probably end up being the next Captain America, and who knows, maybe you might have a female Thor after Hemsworth's turn is done. <laughs> who knows I'm not even get into that I think, he, I think uh, that Bucks was at the table when that maid got killed that maid got shot in the face for doing nothing and Bucky just sat at the table like oh, whatever like you don't you don't get to walk away from that well I was I don't well I remember it and yes I was in full control but you know come on guys brainwash yeah, blah 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 let me go brainwash. and you know uh, you know, and, and I, I'm looking in the chat here and I also see uh, friggin' B. Mulligan saying, no, the new Captain America is the Falcon. Maybe, look, maybe we might get a Sam Wilson's Captain America. You can't say that we wouldn't forget somebody's atrocities because historically, we've done that before. We brought in Nazi scientists who had all kinds of blood on their hands and hired them to help us. So yeah, we stepped in a secret. You know, we I, didn't give him a, a, a presidential medal of honor. We stepped in a goddamn Von Braun is known as the guy that got us into space. I He's like a national hero, and he was a Nazi. I like, I like how, I like how you said it as as if America's never committed any atrocities of its own. <laughs> America is great, and if you want to agree, then that's your fault. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm just saying that you know, I mean, we even the greatest, even the greatest among us makes mistakes or does things that we're not necessarily proud of. That's all I'm saying. Not America. uh, Bucky was a murderer yesterday. It's not like this is 50 years in the past. This is like he, like a year after Civil War. Like, where's all? He's okay now. Like, do that. Like. Remember, this all happened with a few months ago. With, no, with listen, listen, nobody's saying that he's going to be Captain America at the end of Civil War. We're saying he's going to be Captain America at the end of Avengers Affinity War. And that's I'm saying Captain America getting shot Captain at the America. end of Civil War. In the Civil War, yeah. going to end with Captain America getting shot. So I don't, I don't yeah, know. We'll be Captain America at the end of the Civil War. If, if you say if, so, I don't, I don't believe that. If Civil War does not end with Chris Evans getting shot, I'm going to be so pissed off. Dude, why, why, why would you feel like Civil War would end with Captain America getting shot? Like, because that's how Civil War ends. Not the Civil War comic book. That's, that's the one uh, defining point of this whole stupid Civil War. Listen, was that Captain America? It ends with Captain America getting shot. It's like that's how it ends. Listen, that's not that's not how the Civil War comic book ended. That's how look, that happens in the Captain America comic book. Look, you can sing the national anthem any way you want, but if you don't end it with uh, Brave. Uh, really, uh, See, if you're in like that, then that ain't the, that, then that ain't the anthem. And, and, and whatever you want to do yeah. the song before that, but it got to end. The point I'm making is, you think that the end of the national anthem is the beginning of friggin' uh, friggin' America the Beautiful. And what I'm saying to you is, no, no. The way that that story ends or that song ends that you're talking about is brave 
and that's not Captain America getting shot. That's the beginning of America the Beautiful. <laughs> it's a different story. That's the sucky part of the Civil War comic book. That's how Civil War should have ended with Captain America getting shot, but that's not how the comic book ends. No matter, no matter what you say, it's not how it ends, and guess what? That's not how the movie's going to end because Chris Evans is going to be in Infinity War. Everybody, uh, does anybody disagree with me on that? Chris is Evans that, is going to be in Infinity War as Super Soldier, not Kevin Murphy. Oh, look, you look, you guys are delusional. Like, look, the, the fact that you say to me that there's no chance in hell that there might be a different Captain America after a, event, uh, Infinity War or the possibility of another person be or female Thor is crazy. But the fact that you think Chris Evans isn't going to be in Infinity War as Captain America, you guys are insane. That's what's going to happen. That's the final movie. That's the sixth movie that he's contractually obligated to. It's, it's already a done deal. He's not going to he, he, he doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense for him to be in a final infinity war because even in the comic they tried to shoehorn Captain America and and it d- didn't make sense. In Infinity Gauntlet? In Infinity Gauntlet? You're talking about they don't shoehorn Captain America in Infinity Gauntlet. That fool uh, is the is the leader of the f- heroes that are left. Captain America's the dude that freaking punches Thanos in the face. With yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet, with the Infinity Gauntlet on, it doesn't have. That any make any sense. It doesn't like, have any the, effect. The, the the Hulk went up against Thanos and came, and then Captain America is going to walk up to him and start punching. Like, hey, listen, Captain America did what Captain America could do. He wasn't. The plan wasn't for him to have to be in that position, but when the plan fails, he's like, guess what? I guess I'm gonna have to try to punch this fool. Maybe I can call oh, wait, Maybe I can call about? All that stuff doesn't exist because the Secret Wars destroyed the entire universe and all other universes. So, who cares? They, what are you talking about? It doesn't destroy the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's still there. We're making movies. It's no, movie. no, it, it does. Actually, it does because the Cinematic Universe was uh, 99999, right? Dude, the movies are there. You, They're still there, Derek. <laughs> Yeah, but you said earlier that the Secret Wars was a way of the mouse making everything in the cinematic universe, so therefore the yes. cinematic universe exists. And that's the only one that's going to exist after. <laughs> the comics will just be adaptations of the movies when by the end of this. Watch. I Those comic books, when you go to the store, when you go down to, uh, to Frederick's? Of Hollywood? What? Frederick's what? No, the name of the comic book shop. The oh, Hollywood. Jeffries? Jeffries. When you go down to Jeffries, <laughs> thank, thank you, Stroke, for doing that to me. When you go down to <laughs> Jeffries, and you'll be saying, oh, do you guys have the latest Ant-Man adaptation? They say, yes, we do. Uh, do you have the latest uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, miniseries? Oh, yes, we do. Because that's what it's going to be. That Marvel, The Marvel book thing ain't making, ain't making money, so why? And all it does is screw stuff up. So why was the mouse allowed to continue? They won't. They Derek, aren't. Derek, the previews, the previews for all the new Marvel series are already out, Derek. If you want to know what they are, all I you got to do, it. all you got to do is go look on the internet, and they'll tell you every Marvel series that's coming the out. Never and, and 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 a lot of them are have nothing to do with movies. They even have uh, like they you know like teams that you would think oh well. You know, this is Marvel's perfect chance to get rid of, like, the Mighty Avengers. Because, you know, they're like, eh, we tried this mostly p- person of color team. 
but it didn't quite work out. So we'll just get rid of it after Secret Wars. But they didn't do that. They made a team called the Ultimates that actually have friggin' uh, uh, Spectrum, aka Captain Marvel, uh, in the t- in the roster, and and a number of other people of color, and they brought that book back. The same way how they have like a new Spider Gwen, and they have like friggin' uh, uh, the Spider Man book with Miles Morales. Like all those people are those those books are getting made still, Derek. They they have X Men books. You have to like you books. Have to, even though all even though all the evidence is in front of you, I understand how you have to look at this with a, a, a brave face. I understand what you're doing. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not gonna try to take it away from you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I cause I. I I did my best to, to let you know what's going on. Uh, you can see what's going on, what is happening right now. What's happening in, in Secret Wars right now? Not a goddamn thing. That's why. This is Not goodbye. Secret, goodbye, Secret, Marvel. Secret Wars goodbye. is getting ready to go into its final push. I don't know if you saw it, but they made an announcement, actually, that Secret Wars is going one extra issue. I don't know if you guys saw that. See, Secret Wars was supposed to be eight issues, and they were like, it's a story so big it couldn't be contained by eight issues. It's Secret Wars 9 coming, which I'm like, damn. Like, I'm like, that must be an epilogue issue. Because I was like, in the press release, it was like, well, we're not going to delay the launches of our number ones, but Secret Wars, is, there is a Secret Wars 9 coming. And I'm like, that must be all epilogue. Because if they're not going to delay the thing, then it's like the climax of the story will like just not come when we thought it would. It's going to come a month later after everything starts up in these other books. I'm like, that would be a little rough for me. Well, I don't know if it would be rough, but I would be like, well, you told me it was going to be done, so you should be done. It's like, it's why, money, gas money. why don't they're you like, just... Oh, we can eat. We get another four dollars out of these, out of these punks. Why don't these, we suckers? Look, we're, we're you're already charging everybody like, you know what, three ninety nine an issue, four ninety nine an issue. Yep. Why not? Why not add extra pages to each of the issues and spread it out? Look, <laughs> well, guys, it's a seventeen page issue, only four ninety nine. No, no. Why no. would we give you extra pages for free when you would pay to get them? I mean, that's the thing. They that because they told us they were only going to have eight issues, so you should do what you say. The mouse lied to you. How does it feel? How does it feel when the mouse lies to you? Not only does the, does the mouse lie to you, but you'll take it, love it, and give it more money. I mean, that's probably true for one issue. If it, if there were like ten issues, that's where I draw the line. Ten issues? How do you All about IDW. From now on, I'm just reading <laughs> IDW. I would read G.I. Joe, but I don't, I don't understand how it works. They got too many They got too many books, so can't read G.I. Joe from IDW, but... One day you should read Transformers. I think you would like them. That's even that's even more confusing than GI Joe. It's not. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, I promise okay. you. And it's like you should you should think about it. Like I feel it's a, it's a book you could pick up. So you know. Yeah, I just discovered a guy who does the the drawing for GI Joe from IDW. Uh, he's also doing the one uh, supposedly the game of America's Army is also getting art done by IDW and stuff too. Oh yeah, that thought was pretty funny. So, on top of doing GI Joe, he's doing the real Army stories too to back up that game, which is a bit weird. That's interesting. I can't be mad at that. All right, it's time for us to get out of here. Derek H, why don't you give me some final thoughts, good sir? Go to allgames.com. Go to allgames.com. Go to allgames.com. Stop buying Marvel. Zeno Core, give me some final thoughts, buddy. Uh, yeah, go. Uh, when One Punch Man comes out, go 
grab the manga and watch the anime so we can get more stories like this because this one's awesome. One Punch Man. Oscar. As. Oscor. Give me some final thoughts, buddy. I'm going to read One Punch Man because I really feel like I relate to that story. <laughs> That's what she says. Whoa. You heard that, Joe? Whatever. If I get mine, I don't give a shit what what happens to her. Oh, that's terrible message to give to the youth. Next is a race, and I win every time. Oh, jeez, jeez, Jay. That makes you... me an athlete. <laughs> Jay, why don't you give me some final thoughts, buddy? Um, uh, I don't think I have anything this week. Okay. Well, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, why don't you go ahead and check with us on social media. Let us know what you thought of today's show. Let us know what else you want to hear about. Let us know if you have any comments about some of the opinions that were shared on today's show. You can hit us on Twitter uh, at Fantastic Forum. You can hit us on Facebook at our uh, page or our Facebook group. Uh, you know, you can hit us uh, on Instagram, Fantastic Forum on Instagram as well. This is Fantastic Forum, and uh, that's it. So until next week, guess what? We're out. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.